<laughs> we'll see. No, what I was talking about was uh, for dinner, I tried my first shepherd's pie, but I used the deer meat that I got because I ended up getting thir- like 30 pounds of deer meat for 100 bucks. Oh, right, right, right. And, yeah. And which factors like $3 a pound for deer meat, which is really fucking good. And uh, that should taste so much better than beef, man. Yeah, I know. Like, we get. We got like half of it was ground beef, and then the other half was like steaks that they did. Mm-hmm. And the ground, like when I opened it up, it had like the good marbleization of the fat and all that stuff in the ground beef, and uh, it was super super good. So I put pictures of the Discord or in, of the food in the Discord. But that got me to thinking: is since it's gonna be holiday time, and this is the first podcast for December, I think what I'm gonna start doing is like asking like holiday like. I doing like holiday esque icebreakers, and the first one that I thought of this week was, I guess, and we might have answered this before, but what is your like go to holiday food? Like especially Christmas because it's more in the winter months than like Thanksgiving or Halloween and all that shit. So holiday food. The, the thing is, is that I am I'm almost like very set in my ways. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess you, I guess you could say that. Like, I'm not really a holiday person to begin with, but like with the season comes like certain foods that I go for, and because right. you know this is pretty much a Puerto Rican and Russian household, the the two staples. That's such a weird fucking combination. <laughs> <laughs> it it, but it's the truth. Like because it's a Puerto Rican and Russian household, like pernil. And that's yeah. like the white way of saying it. Like my wife says it so much better, but it's like pernil pastelis for like your hard foods and then borscht, like borscht and, and, and sausage dumplings and like really, really like tart sour foods is, right. is what I go for. So gotcha. I mean, like pernil is the, um, it's pretty much the Turkey of central and South America or Latin America, whatever. Gotcha. Well, what about dessert wise? Like, what's your like? So, and maybe not so much, like. I guess I shouldn't have said like holiday, but like when it gets starts to get cold, what's like the food that you're like, I fucking need to have this, like today. That's that's also guessing. like really hard. Like, I know, so, like, w- culturally, we have tres leches, and my wife, oh yeah, that's usually just super fucking good. Makes or we go down to the the Puerto Rican restaurant. And they'll like there, there's a Puerto Rican res- restaurant in uh in not Brentwood that's where I'm from, in Woodbridge, that we'll go get the pastelas from there because it takes fucking forever to get it. And then they'll also make like tres leches cake and fucking there, there's like some other desserts down there that I've I don't even know the name of I can't pronounce it but they're just so fucking good. You're so white that you. <laughs> I know that's 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 what it is. That's really what it comes down to. Right. I remember when I had tres leches for the first time, and I was just like, I was down in like towards the uh, American uh, Mexican border, and I had mm-hmm. some. And I was just like, "What the fuck is this wet ass cake? I love wet ass. I love W A C wet ass cake. <laughs> that shit was so good. And it's like because it, the one I had, it was like when you pick the piece up, like it was dripping, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't know, like I like wet cake, but goddamn. But then I ate it, and I was just like, oh okay, I got it. I yeah. got it now. It's like I, I, I can fuck with this. It's like condensed milk, and yeah. 
I don't know what sugar. the other. Yeah, just one hundred percent sugar. I had uh, flan for the first time when I was down. Oh there. yeah, that flan's another really common one. I'm not big on flan, which is which is weird. Like I, f- I have it's to fucking good. So the flan that I like and the flan that my wife likes are two completely different recipes, two different styles. It's I like what what they end up doing is that they have this. It's it's the custard. But then you usually top it or lay a, a bottom layer of some sort of like brown sugar. I like the the sugar or the the base that you have at the bottom really really bitter because I like the contrast between the the sweetness yeah. and and my bitters. My wife hates that shit, absolutely You'd, hates uh, it. You would probably like a good creme brulee. Yes, like a tart. I fucking love creme brulee. No, when I was in North Carolina, I want to say it was either North Carolina or. California. California. There was, there was a. It's it's an accent thing I picked up, and I can't I can't fucking drop it. California. Uh, and there was a tres leches that we would pick up from one of these stores, but it would be served cold, and the the inside of the tres leches was almost like this ice cream consistency, and it was so it was like a tres leches ice cream cake. Kinda. Kinda. It was. It was just super fucking good. I that like if I, that would be the only reason, one of two reasons I would ever go back to North Carolina for that creme brulee, and we made those the other week. Yeah, in school for that creme brulee, and then there's this um this burger joint called Peas, and they have the best black bean burgers. Absolutely phenomenal. I I feel bad because in my sh- my classes like. A lot of the stuff that my teacher tries to like impress the students with are like so blase to me. Like, <laughs> well, you cook. She's like, I know. Like, she we were doing creme brulees, and she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna show you guys something really cool." And I was like, "Is it the butane torch?" <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "Yeah." And she's just like, "Like, you could just see the. You ever get that face from someone? She's like, shut the fuck up.'" <laughs> Like, that's the face I was getting for. Like, she pulled it out and, like, was doing it. She goes, isn't that cool? And everyone's like, yeah, it's so cool. And I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> like, I'm old, man. That shit don't impress me. No that's more, what man. happens when you have a student that's done this shit for a living. Yeah. And I'm just, mm, man, I'll talk about it more in my week because mm-hmm. it was fucking interesting. But, uh, yeah, so sweets, are, especially around the holiday time, I'll fuck up some sweets, dude. Like, when my grandma was still alive, she would make homemade fudge. Mm-hmm. Bro, like chocolate fudge, peanut butter fudge, caramel fudge, toffee fudge. Like, she's like, Grandma, like, I need about five of these to take home with me. Mm-hmm. So, that's And, like, I would fuck it up, man. Like, fudge is so good. That's something that takes me back because my grandmother on my father's side, mm-hmm. every year up until she passed away, up until she went into the home and then passed mm-hmm. away. Uh, she would send all her kids fucking these little these little care packages of fudge and these these caramel brittle things, and then living with um my buddy Nick from the Marine Corps when we were roomed together, fucking his family would send like homemade Butterfingers and uh, deer jerky, oh. and I was just like, dude, oh. it's so good. Now now there's this new old lady that sends us these little treats and she sends us like these like I don't like pecans or pecans however you fucking yeah, say I it. I don't I don't I we say them both. Th- there is some fucking pecan cookies that she fucking makes with chocolate. 
Oh, probably Pecan Sandies. Maybe, and they are delectable. They are so fucking good. So fucking good. I wish I had. I've never had a high metabolism. Mm -hmm. I just wish I had. I'm envious of these fuckers. Like, I just eat and I don't get fat. And I'm just like, I hate you. You gotta drink your Metamucil, bro. Oh, is that what it is? That's what it is. You gotta drink your Metamucil. Oh, we're getting old, man. Like, we're getting old. We're getting to the point where we have to start learning these recipes, man. Mm -hmm. So, like, we have to, like, it's weird. I got a weird hit of nostalgia last night because, like, I mean, me and my wife, it was Saturday, so we just, like, popped our edibles, and she was like, let's go to McDonald's. I'm like, fuck! (laughs) All right, let's go to McDonald's. (laughs) And then, uh, so down here by the, the, the river, it's called White River, and you have to cross it to go into the main part of the city. And they have, over in the park that's on the river is just decked the fuck out with lights. Mm-hmm. And you turn to a radio station and it dude dude, let me fucking tell you. I was I I, I caved in. I was like, "Okay, it's like 11 o'clock at night. Let's go grab some McDonald's and we'll drive through it." And it's like a 5-minute drive through. So we get there and she's like, "Okay, we got to turn it to 98.9." So I turn it there. Guess what fucking was just starting? I don't know. Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Turn Christmas." Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> and I, like, the minute I heard it, I went. I just yelled out "fuck" really loud, and she's <laughs> cracking up because she's high as shit. So, and then we're driving through, and I'm so like, I don't say "fuck Christmas." I I say it like just to be an asshole, but I really do enjoy Christmas. And we were driving through, and I just got fucking hit with hard nostalgia to the point where I was just like, almost had to stop the car for a second. Because I was just, like, almost taken back to, like, 95, like, around that time when my parents would take me around the, like, we would drive around. That's, I mean, we were broke. We didn't have anything to do. we just drive around the, uh, the fancy mm-hmm. neighborhoods with all the cool lights. And I was just like, man, like, I, I didn't tear up, but it just hit me a weird way. I was also high as shit. So that's probably one thing, too. So, I mean, that's a factor. Like, that's 100% it might, a factor. It might help a little bit. The Big Macs were real good. So, <laughs> <laughs> but... Now, that's just something I wanted to bring up because, like, holidays are, especially when we get older, like, holidays just become a fucking nuisance, it seems like. And, uh, but we had a really good time last night. I was, we had bought a uh, $200 dresser from Ikea, and I was finally like, I need to put this together. So I was like, Hallie, put on a Christmas movie. She goes, are you, are you okay? And I'm like, just put the Christmas movie on, all right? <laughs> just do and, the thing. Uh, we, yeah. Just, and we watched, uh, one of my favorites is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like, I fucking love that movie. It still holds up. We watched that, and we watched Home Alone 2, and she's just like, I'm I'm zeroed in on this fucking dresser, man, just trying to get this shit done. And she's sitting in the recliner just cracking the fuck up. And I don't know. It just took me back. Like, it, it felt real good to do that. And uh, oh, and then I've been – we're got that food. I've been cooking a bunch of shit now, too. So, yeah, that's the – Desserts will fuck me over during the holiday season. So I feel you. Luckily, I'm like way far away from family that I don't have to worry about like get-togethers and there being like shit ton of fucking sweets. Plus, oh, they like come to my house, like my wife doesn't make sweets. She usually makes more savory dishes, and Seth mm. doesn't fucking cook. So it works out. <laughs> it works out. Plus, when my mom comes over, she doesn't fucking cook. So I don't have to worry about any of that bullshit happening because i've right. got the biggest sweet tooth the I mean, absolute my w- biggest sweet tooth. yeah 
my wife is making like a uh, when we were dieting real hardcore, she started looking up like sweet recipes that we that are okay, like not perfect for you to be on a diet, but they're better than the full fledged thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she found a really good cheesecake that is like a third of what a normal cheesecake is, like calorie wise and sugar content wise, and it's really fucking good. And she also found like a brownie recipe that uses like applesauce and uh honey instead of sugar and it's like a lot better for you and i fucked those things up like (laughs) hallie goes you know like even if you eat half a pan it doesn't mean that they're healthy (laughs) it's like shut up (laughs) that's like the people who are just like oh are these are these diet cookies they just engulf the entire box i'm just like that's still like Two thousand calories, dude. That that doesn't yeah. that doesn't work. That's not how that works. Like, if you eat three fudge sickles normally, you can't eat six half fats and think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how math works. That's just not how it goes. So, oh man. But I guess I'll just go ahead and go into my week because I don't have much else. To well, do. that's basically before you do that. I actually had a icebreaker in my back pocket, and it, it is okay. it is gaming related. So, okay. I'm going to try to dance around the controversy that's attached to it and just really ask the question and go into it. Right now, the number one Tekken player in the world, Ni, who's been okay. like top Tekken player for the last three games. I think he's been dominant in Tekken 5, Tekken 6, Tekken Tag 2, Tekken 7, obviously. Right. He came out with a tweet the other day and he was just like, I hope that for Tekken 8, there, there will be no guest characters in the roster. Oh, yeah. And his reasoning behind it was because characters like Akuma and Geese Howard are extremely powerful in Tekken yeah. 7. And a large... We talked about this last week. I, I don't know a if we bit. talked about it. I think that we we referenced something along the lines, but I don't think that we talked about it, like, head on. Right. Well, the, the reason why Geese and akuma are so strong is because they have access to another resource which is their meter they have an extra bar that they can do shit in the case of geese howard they just have this the super meter i don't know if he can cancel off of it but he can definitely do things like uh his fucking rising burst bullshit that pretzel input and then akuma obviously since he has his super meter he can do ex moves he can do uh his his special his raging demon all those sorts of things. And because they've got that extra resource, they can throw out more powerful moves. And they just have really good buttons. And so what he was saying is that I hope that for Tekken 7, they don't bring those characters back because those type of characters break the rules of what Tekken is. They bring in these 2D characters that are not meant for 3D games, and it somehow breaks the rules. Now, the inverse of that is that other guest characters also include Noctis from Final Fantasy XV and Negan <laughs> from The Walking Dead. Which, apparently Negan works in the Tekken game. Well, yes, but he is not a strong character. He's really not. Now, there there are certain characters, certain players that play Negan very, very, very well, right? There, there's, like, Niche was showing examples of Negan just being dominant, just just outright being dominant. And what he was saying is just like, well, well, look at these guest characters. Why are they so strong? And I'm just like, what percentage of players are actually picking Negan? I understand people picking Akuma and picking Geese Howard. Those are legitimately strong fucking characters. 
But Negan's not very strong. And Noctis is not strong as well either. So is this more of the an issue with guest characters? Or is this more of an issue of Bamco not fucking balancing balancing the characters properly to fit the game this is yeah this is 100 percent a balancing thing if you well if you ask me and i don't know shit about fighting games so take what take what i say at face value mm-hmm. but from what i've been hearing is i mean it's not like all the guest characters are quote-unquote broken it's just certain ones like the ones that are coming from 2d games that have extra things because like negan and noxus probably have the same assets and resources that the regular Tekken characters have. I don't believe that they have anything extra or anything out of the ordinary that they would have in their kit compared to other characters. Now, some people may be like, but, well, Negan has Lucille. Le- Negan has the bat. And I'm just like, okay, so you have a character that uses a bat. Yeah, so? like, <laughs> Does, is, is, his, is his button layout completely different? Is his moveset completely different when compared to right. other characters is he not using the one two three four left hand right hand left leg right leg layout that all the other characters have because because akuma doesn't akuma has heavy kick light kick heavy punch yeah. he- light punch like that's well, they're understandable bring, they're bringing in things from other games obviously to keep with the character's theme but it's breaking the game that it's in so that's a balancing issue Right. Now, the reason why those characters are even introduced in the first place is because they're trying to what Bamco or Bandai Namco uh, is trying to do is bring in more players from other fighting games and introduce them to the Tekken world. Because Tekken is a very different type of fighting right. game. Like I I am unapologetically 2D fighting games and, and weeb fighters to be exact. Like I like the fast paced yeah, bullshit, <laughs> but I'll play, I'll play some street fighter. I can play some fucking street fighter. And if I'm going to play Tekken, what character am I going to go for? I'm going to go for the KOF character. I'm going to go for the street fighter character because I know that that is the closest to pick up and play that I can get to. I don't, I think that's an overall detriment to the Tekken franchise or the Tekken game that they're in though. Like, wouldn't you want a new player to experience the things your game has instead of defaulting to a character that they know because it's a familiar layout? I think it's less about the, you know, the familiar layout rather than getting them into the game itself. Because a game like Tekken is extremely, what's the word I'm looking for? It is very daunting to approach that game you have every single character has over 100 moves you know yeah, i'm true. i'm jumping into this game and i'm just like oh my god look at this fucking these this fucking move list you're expecting me to go through all of that just to fucking play the game or do i click on akuma who is essentially ryu or do i click on geese who is rock in the lightest terms, because those are the characters that I use in those in those games. I use the, you know, Ryu, Ken, Akuma. And I'm just like, okay, let me let me just get the taste of how this game feels with a character that's familiar to me. And then I'll learn some of the nuances along the way. Like, there are certain characters that I legitimately want to learn in Tekken 7. Like, I want to learn how to play Armored King. I think that he's really fucking cool. But, yeah. you know, how how are you going well, to get me into that game in the first place? Because well, I mean, keeping them keeping them in there is fine, but you can't make them OP characters. 
Right. Apparently, the way it's sounding is geese and Akuma are overpowered. So it's, about again, a balancing issue to where if you want to keep that stuff in there and still bring people in. Because if you go, let's say you're just p- going to pick up Tekken, and you're like, oh, I want to play Geese Howard, or yeah, Geese, and you're like, oh, Geese is, like, fucking top tier. I'm never picking another character again. Like, I'm learning the character that is wrecking this Tekken world. Like, why would I ever pick anything else? In, in a sense, it's like you're not – there's there's no reason to learn anybody else because of how yeah. dominant those characters are. And that's right. honestly how I feel. It's like, why should I pick anybody but Akuma? Because, one, I vaguely know how to play Akuma, and he's he's already fucking good. He's already one of the best characters in the game. So, like, yeah. I sympathize with what Ni is saying. I don't believe – He's not saying it correctly. I don't believe that it is the guest character's persona itself. It's the way that the character is built. And I think yeah. that if you're going to it's introduce guest characters into your game, you can have the same move, but I don't think that you should introduce mechanics that are not outside of the core mechanics that your game operates under. It is unfair to have yeah. a meter for Akuma and Geese Howard when none of the other characters operate under a meter. You know right. what I mean? I agree. If you have characters coming in with weapons like Negan... And it's some and it gives them that unfair advantage. What are you doing to balance that character? Are you making a lot of his moves minus on block? What else what else can you do? You know, are you giving him less health? Because they're gonna approach these guest characters knowing that they have an extreme advantage. Chat says I was drawn to Akuma because the only thing I knew about Tekken 7 was light Tatsu and heavy uppercut. Then Asuka's 8-string came to me and I went to main her. Same 8-string as her Tekken 5 in the arcade. So, but the thing is, is that you have ex- you have experience within Tekken and you can kind of like lean on other characters. I'm saying like for somebody like me who has never really picked up a Tekken game, where is the incentive for me to switch characters outside of my own curiosity? I mean, you got to make the guest character shit, I guess. Like, if you make them shitty, you're just like, well, I don't want to play this character anymore because it's like, I'm not winning anything. So maybe I need to experiment with other characters. But also, if you do that too, then you're just like, well, Tekken's just a hard game. I don't want to play it anymore. Mm-hmm. There has to be a balance. I don't think there's, there's anything wrong with having guest characters being strong and being dominant. What they need to be is fair. And I think that that's the yeah. most important thing to approach a game with the fairness aspect i agree you don't want to just introduce a guest character that is basically the move set of a boss character Mm -hmm. you know you ever like unlock a boss character and people are like that character's banned because it's like insane they didn't downplay or not they didn't optimize the boss character for personal use Mm -hmm. so but yeah that's uh yeah i think i get like you said, I get where he's coming from, but I think he's just lumping it in as a whole, and he shouldn't do it that way. It's it's a balancing issue. It's a design issue. It's not just because guest characters. Right. So, I mean, if you took it out and it wasn't guest characters and they were all people from the Tekken world, then you wouldn't really care about guests. It, it wouldn't be like, oh, this isn't a guest character problem. This is just like Bandai Namco not, not optimizing and not you know balancing things properly. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's 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 all I got to say about that. I'm I'm so. in the same boat. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. But yeah. anyway, let's uh let's go into weeks. All right. Well, this week I got 
it took me so i thought this was going to take like an hour to do but uh come to find out it took four hours to do <laughs> but i got the new uh game boy sp mod done uh i posted pictures up on my twitter it's got the super famicom shell on it everything works well uh so i'm happy about that i did that on my monday stream nice tuesday we lost haru haru is dead so we <laughs> it Haru's dead in my Pokemon playthrough. So <laughs> let me rephrase that. So I was about uh, to no, say I was just didn't... talking to him. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. He's uh he was my Pidgeot in my Pokemon Fire Red playthrough. Oh, big red. And uh everything was going good. And I was full health against my rival's Charizard, and he just got a, a lucky crit off of a flamethrower and just one shot at him. And I was just like yeah, can't really do. I mean, I did the right thing. Like, I was like, maybe I should just switch out. And I'm like, no, he's the best matchup for, you know, what I have. So I just healed him. And then he got a crit. And I was just like, fucking A, man. That's unfortunate. So, the only OG that's left is, I think, you. And I might have some box Pokemon that I'm never going to fucking use. So, <laughs> But I was so distraught about losing that Pokemon that I just max repelled and beelined right to Zapdos and used the Master Ball. So, <laughs> who 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 are you naming uh, Zapdos after? I don't know. I haven't played it. I have to double check. Uh, I don't know who got Zapdos. The game, my Haunter is fucking balling right now. Oh yeah, Haunter is like kicking ass, man. Like ever since I taught it Psychic, it's just wrecking everything. Hell yeah! And it just learned Shadow Ball, so we're gonna be able to wreck the Sabrina Gym. But we also still have to be very careful because one hit off of a Psychic will kill my game tracks which is my haunter, but yeah, we'll see. I picked up an, so I found out, I was like, oh, I'm just going to trade my haunter real quick so I can get a Gengar. And no, I'm not taking you out of the box, H2O. You're a fucking Caterpie. <laughs> like, like, no, I'll take you out of the box and let release you. Like, if that's what you want. <laughs> but uh, no, I went to go trade it to get a Gengar. And then I realized, ah, shit, I don't have the wireless adapter for Pokemon Fire Red and Pokemon Leaf Green. I don't have a link cable either. So luckily I put out a call in the Discord and I needed to pick up another DS Lite. And so I'll be able... Hopefully that comes in by the stream. It might not. But I would feel more comfortable going into the Sabrina Gym with a Gengar over a Haunter. Just because she has an Alakazam. Mm -hmm. And Alakazam next to Mewtwo is like one of the fastest fucking Pokemon in Gen 1. Yes. So it's scary. It's very, very scary. If we can get through this, I think Gengar could probably get us. It'll definitely get us to the Elite Four. Yes. Beyond uh, that, that is, is the big question. Yeah, just getting through it. Once we get to Victory Road, that's where we're going to, like, grind. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to grind somewhere before. I might do the grinding off off camera. So, just to get that, like, out of the way. But I don't know. So far, I've my heart hurts, man. I was still trying to get over the loss of my Growlithe, and then I lost Haru and all this other shit. I'm just like, God, damn. we did pick up a Dugong, or we picked up a Seal. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna level that because it's the only Pokemon that can know Surf and Ice Beam. We have to have Ice Beam. Yes. If we don't have Ice Beam, we're not fucking beating Lance. No. Like, there's no way. No. There's no fucking way. So. Because I think he has, in the OG one, I don't know about the remake, but in the OG one, he had two Dragonairs and a Dragonite, an Aerodactyl. And, uh, he might not have had it. He, he had a Gyarados. He might not have had it. 
He had the Gyarados. Yeah, he had a Gyarados. I don't know if he had the Aerodactyl in the OG one, but I don't know. We'll have to see. It was, uh, it's been, it's been crazy. I did not realize that they changed the, uh, the Fuchsia City Gym, the Koga Gym so much in the remake. Because in the OG one, it's like they all have po- poison Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's the poison gym. It's the ninja gym. Yeah. In this version, they have a lot of motherfuckers with Hypnos. And I'm just like, oh, that's because Hypno learns poison gas. But also, when you're like, when you're like, all right, let's just throw gas, a ga- or Haunter out there because he knows Psychic. And this fucker's like, Hypno. And I'm like, fuck, we're switching out. Because <laughs> <laughs> Hypno is strangely bulky for a Psychic type. Mm-hmm. And like, ugh, I just don't want to lose. I don't want to lose Haunter slash Gengar because it might be over from there. I don't know if you'd be able to recover from that. I don't know. I'd have to get some really good catches from there on out. Mm-hmm. So we don't have many places left we can catch Pokemon from. So <laughs> I've uh, I've got a few. Um... Not a few things. I've been itching to possibly doing a Nuzlocke challenge, but I'm I don't want to do a traditional game. I'm really considering playing Snakewood. Snake. Oh, you're gonna do your fake Pokemon game. Exactly. <laughs> I was thinking about doing Snakewood, which is all about like it's pretty much Pokemon: The Walking Dead, and they add in uh, zombie Pokemon. Like there's zombie. Do the forms Toho one. Everyone. I don't want to do the Toho one. That the just Toho, seems the weird. The problem with the Toho one, it's just the same game, mm-hmm. but the Pokemon are just Toho characters. Yeah, and. I mean, it's been around for fucking years, but it's just not my thing. The it's not my great. thing either. Like, yeah, the they sprites look, look fantastic, but, but like, there's no incentive for me to play that. Well, because I also I was looking up. There's like so many different Pokemon versions. Like, there's Pokemon like Pink. There's Pokemon like, I mean, we know about Pokemon Cock. We know that one. There's there's uh, another there's another raunchy one. I forget what it's called. I think I saw it at uh at Sage's the other day, I just drove by that down there, and I'm just like, oh, I'll get you later. How the fuck does he, does, does he, like, buy those from places, or is just people trade them in? He buys them from places, so he really started getting into the, um, the homebrew scene, and so he's got, like, a version of, oh, fuck, what, what was the game that came out? What's he the has legality Final... on that? Uh, I mean, it's legal. He can buy them. Oh, okay. It's just, like, okay. what it comes down to with with homebrew is like what purpose are you creating the homebrew and you know hey i put it on a cart i'm selling it i don't necessarily need the you like you technically need the license to make nes carts and nes titles and shit like that but i mean like on the other hand you had tengen back in the day making carts and shit like that so like yeah there's loopholes and i mean like as long as you keep on using those loopholes who the fuck cares Especially since they're not making... Eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, because they've been a bunch of fucking cocksuckers lately, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of homebrews, I've been watching... There's a guy I watch on Twitch called Barbarous King, mm-hmm. and he plays a lot of the games that I like to play, but he also works on... Uh, he doesn't work on Mario Maker. It's a thing called Lunar, I think, and it's like you can make your own Mario games through... It's like... I think it's what like Kaizo was made with, like the Kaizo Mario games. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Barb is a fucking character. He's great. But he got me looking at because what, he, what he'll do is like every couple times or a couple times a week, he'll just play a random homebrew of Mario World. And uh, 
I've been looking into those. Like, I kind of want to play, like, homebrews of Mario World. And not specifically, like, Kaizo. Just, like, oh, my God, it's so fucking hard. I can't beat this. Just, like, to see people's homebrews and shit like that. And I feel like I would like to play that, and that'd be interesting. So, I don't know. I'm also interested in these Pokemon ones now, too. Because, like, after playing the Pokemon uh, Gen 1 remakes, I'm just like, man, I know this too much. I don't think this is actually entertaining. Because I know what's coming up. And I'm just like... But, I mean, I say that, but then I got a fucking crit off of a Charizard that took out one of my core members. So, it'll fucking happen, bro. Like, it just fucking happens. It, they're dice rolls, man. They're all dice rolls. God, could you imagine doing, like, a Nuzlocke of Gen 1 and going up against any fast Pokemon? Fuck that. Because crits were based off speed back mm-hmm. then. Fuck that. Yeah, it's stupid. But... I don't know. I was going to play Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, but I fell asleep on Wednesday. So <laughs> I think it, you ever get those days where just the week catches up with you? Yes. And that day I was sitting on the couch. I just got done cooking dinner. I sat on the couch and I just fucking passed out. I was like, I got to I got to stream in an hour. And I passed out. I woke up two hours. Like you were messaging me you're like I need codes, codes. And then you finally called me. And I was like, hello. <laughs> so. But, uh, no, that's on the docket again for this week coming up. So, I do, I still really want to play that game. The game looks, it's just Dark Souls with lightsabers. That's what I name my stream every time. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I uh, I recently played that today. And that, I forgot how how fucking good that game is. It's it's a lot of fun. What's great is I know nothing about it, so. It's, it's Dark Souls, but you have extra abilities that isn't necessarily, like, magic or miracles. It's just like, oh, there's a fucking enemy that's shooting me at the same time as this cache of stormtroopers just jettisoning their way towards me. Let me just pull something out of the air and yank it at them. <laughs> and and then cool. and then they have like, you know, your obvious lightsaber and shit like that. Like that's those yeah. are the type of Star Wars games that we need. If you're gonna if you're the gonna guy that the guy that plays the main character what's the main character's name? Oh fuck. I I wanna say it's like the red-haired guy. I want to say his name is like Caden or some shit like that. I know I'm wrong. That sounds right. That sounds right. I think he played the Joker in the Gotham TV series. Really? I think. That's a very big think. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, he was on a couple episodes of Funhouse around the time that game came out. And he was just like, they were playing like shitty Star Wars, like web, uh, web games and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So... I think he did. I'm I'm not sure though. I gotta double check. Uh so but, uh, the character's name is Cal, not Caden, Cal. Cal. And okay. things that he's been in, he was in Gotham, but his name was Jerome Valeska. That was I think that's the Joker character's name. Oh really? I didn't know that. He's also Yeah, it's the descent it's the descent of the Joker in Gotham. Cause he's in like the Madhouse and all that shit, so Okay. I think so. Got it. I think I never watched all of Gotham. So, but other than that, oh, we played Sonic and uh, Sonic All-Stars Racing Transformed on Thursday. How was that? And uh, it's still a good game. I just like got to learn it. That's the problem is just like we got we we got into a room. Scotty and I were playing and we got into a room and this guy just was like decimating everybody, like finishing like. 40 seconds before everybody else Mm -hmm. and uh we were like what the fuck is going on with this there is some sweaty fucking players in that game so we left the room 
the guy comes to our Twitch channel. And I don't know if he heard us in game talking because I don't know if it, we were muted or if he just like went on Twitch and searched for Sonic All-Star Racers. And he was like, hey, guys, I speed run the game. And we were like, oh, OK, <laughs> so we don't want to play with you anymore. Because <laughs> I was like, Scotty, is there like actual fucking fire hopping in this game? He's like, what the fuck is fire hopping? I'm He's like, so not going to know that. I know. I I saw the guy. He went like he was drifting one way, and then you can like drift another way, and you could do that on straightaways yeah. to keep yourself straight, and you get the boost, which is kind of like fire hopping, not exactly like fire hopping. But I was just like, how the fuck you do that? And then I found out that if you turn quick enough while still drifting, it doesn't lose the drift animation, mm-hmm. which is stupid. So- it's it's super good. I learned the boost, like the start boost. I learned that. I got that down. I was playing as Knuckles. He's like a really good just all-around character. Come to find out, you were wrong. He says, and this is coming from the speedrunner, says Wreck-It Ralph is one of the best characters in the game. Really? So that's what he said. Wreck-It Ralph and, of course, I think Ages. But we know Ages. We know that Ages is, is good. Yeah. I was but always said, like, told that like I, I was the best character in the game. I guess it really depends on what you're wanting to do. So, I mean, yeah, I, I lost like a motherfucker. Like, if we went to go play Mario Kart, like, that's a different game. Like, that's a different story. But, like, I just don't know. I don't know the tracks either. Like, we did play a lot. The tracks are really cool. I really like the Afterburner track. Yeah. Afterburner's track is the best. It's it utilizes the best. all of the transformations pretty mm-hmm. well. It's super good. I don't good. like the Hovercraft. The Hovercraft is way too fucking floaty. Uh, I don't like it. At depends all. on what character you're playing. Like I maybe that I was just playing as Knuckles, and he doesn't have the greatest handling. Mm-hmm. So we played the Burning Ranger stage. That one was pretty fun. And then Scotty told me that that's how you get ages mm-hmm. is on that stage. And apparently, uh, Ooh La La is the best because she has the best handling. So she's the best to get ages. So I don't know. I had fun with it. It's a game that we've been t- thinking about maybe making it like a monthly thing. I feel like that game would be a better monthly game than Anarchy Reigns was. Like, Anarchy Reigns kind of gets boring after a while. But, I mean, Sonic, that that game's fun. Like, there's a lot of shit I need to level up, so I won't mind. My only two characters that are completely leveled up are Ryo and uh, Metal Sonic, and I think that's because they come leveled up. I know that Metal Sonic comes in leveled up, but... So... Oh, it's fine. It's Is it my favorite kart racer? No, but it's a fun time. It's a fun game. Right on. It's a game that I've probably owned since it came out and just now played it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> other than that, what I do Friday? I work all day on Friday. Schoolwork, getting ready. Finals week is coming up. Finally fucking done. I got a couple. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So, I walked in. So, I knew. So, we had our baking practical, like, last week. And we had that done and all that stuff. Did really well on it. Well, I knew that we had another practical this week for our my intro to food uh, class. And I'm like, okay, I, I saw the email. It's going there. So I've talked about how I fucking hate Chopped and I hate the Food Network and all that shit. But they were like, we're going to go with a Chopped method I'm, or a Chopped theme. I was like, whatever. Uh, fine. I walk in and they're like, okay, Corey, you're the only first year in this tournament. And I went, what? I thought we were all doing this for our practical. I thought it was like, because we only have one, two, one, two, three, four, five. We only have six people in this class. And I said, what's going like, what? They said, it's you and Zach, which he was in my class, but he's not a first year. They were like, 
this is also for the second years like this is for their class to pass cafe like their cafe curriculum uh or whatever it is so the year two kids or you two students specifically asked for me to be in the tournament i knew all of this when i walked in at 8 a.m that morning nice and i'm just like all right we got she's telling us like we got fit we got 15 minutes to get like all of our vegetables that we want to do and all that shit long story short i tie for first place <laughs> and it's me and the other guy from my class that are first place. Nice. Everybody else that's like hardcore second year are just like didn't make it. And uh, I mean, I made the, I fucking pulled a bacon mushroom bechamel sauce out of my ass that I'm pretty sure won me the competition. Like we, me and the other guy. What roast, the he fuck is shit. a bechamel? So a bechamel is when you take flour and butter and make a very light roux. And then you add uh, a milk mixture to it, and it thickens up and makes a very creamy sauce. You can put it in, like, pasta dishes to make them a little bit more creamier and shit like that. It's a really good thing. I thought about it. I was like, well, shit, I don't have milk, so we're using heavy cream. So I'm going to use heavy cream and water. And I was like, fuck, I got these mushrooms and these bacons or this bacon. I might as well just cook them up and steep it in there for, like, half an hour. And I did that. And I tasted it, and it basically was like, you know the consistency of sausage gravy? Mm-hmm. It was like sausage gravy, but with mushrooms and bacon. I could fuck with that. That shit, that shit was fucking... I even fuck my chef, that. my Chef G tasted it. He goes, damn. And he's been in the business since the 80s. So he's like, you're going to win with that. And I got me and the other guy tied for 95, 95 points. Nice. The problem is the one thing I make all the time, which was the sweet mashed potatoes, were my downfall. Every judge said it. I had, you saw the picture in the fucking Discord. I had a Jethro size fucking plate. But they they said it was too much cinnamon and they really didn't fit on the plate. And when I was piping them onto the plate, I told myself, you probably don't need this. You have a rice and orza mixture. You have your sautéed veggies and a white wine sauce. You don't need these. And I was like, just fucking put them on the plate. And if I wouldn't have put them on the plate, I would have been a hardcore first. Because that was the only problem that was... Every judge said that the potatoes didn't belong and they had too much cinnamon. So, You're your own downfall, man. I'll tell you what, though. I took my chicken out at the buzzer. Like, my chicken was not temping. It needs to be 165. Right. And I was I was going to roast it at, like, 400 for, like, an hour, and it would have got there. Well, my my one uh, instructor said, you should roast it 325. And I'm like, okay. So it comes 15 minutes before, basically, like, burners off, walk away. And it's, like, temping at 155. And I'm like, for people that don't know, chicken has to, has to temp at 165 legally. Otherwise, you could get in big trouble for serving undercooked chicken. And I pulled that shit out right when the buzzer buzzed. I tempted it, and it was at 165. Like, on the dot. <laughs> on the fucking dot. Like, luckily, there's some residual cook. Like, I was letting it, because I had 15 minutes to plate. So that was the last thing I plated. And by that time, it was around, like, I could probably have pulled it out at 160, and it would have residually heated to 165. But I didn't trust it. So... That's they crazy. said my chicken was amazing. And the other guy roasted a whole fucking chicken. And it was perfect. <laughs> but 
That's what we did. I tell you what, wah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, and then they were like, oh, because like that's the whole thing. Then we had to clean the kitchen, and I'm just like, the whole time they didn't tell us who won yet. And they're like, okay, come to the Christmas party. And I was like, I didn't want to come to this fucking party because of COVID, but I want to know who won. So we got to sign a plate and all this bullshit. So I don't know. I got a good grade. That's all I wanted. Nice. So, but, and then the last thing I did, I almost made Eddie Forte cry last night. So, <laughs> how? What'd you do? So, every year, me and my wife usually buy roughly about $100, $150 worth of toys for Toys for Tots. Nothing fancy. We just go out and buy, like, we'll buy out baby toys, buy board games, just kind of basic shit that young kids need to play with. But we can't do that because of COVID. Like, we don't trust, not us getting COVID, but we don't want to spread it, like, any more than we think we mo- We don't have it, but we don't know what's happening. Like, we're just going to take the precautions. So, luckily, Eddie Forte and his friend Emerald Pixie are doing a toy drive on Tiltify for, uh, I think it's the Marines Toy for Tots. Mm-hmm. And I just jumped in. I was going to donate when he was offline. But, Chris, you know me, how I fucking love to see my name on the screen. And I was just like, nah, 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 You nah, narcissistic nah. piece of shit. We got to wait. We got to <laughs> wait. We got to wait until he's live. So, I, he's playing, which, by the way, he's playing Final Fantasy VII Remake, and he's fucking in love with it. He was doing the uh, Hell House fight last night. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hell yeah. House is fucking insane. That's <laughs> a tough fight. Hell House is a bitch. He finally started understanding the color coding, like what the color coding meant and like the weaknesses and all that shit. There were a couple times. So with Hell House, it'll start emanating a certain color because it's with an element and you need to use a counter element. Like if it's if it's fire, you need to use blizzard. If it's uh, thunder, you need or, you know, it's like that. There's there's colors. No, I didn't. Yeah, so it's, there's times where Hell House will start having, like, electricity around it, or it'll start, like, looking white, and it has, like, ice coming off of it. Oh, yeah, okay, I see like, that. I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, if you use certain spells, they'll crit against it. Okay. And it'll do more damage. Got it. There were a couple times where I thought he was going to, like, Cloud was unconscious, and Aerith had 100 HP left. And I'm just like, oh, shit, he's going to fuck up. He's, but he, he he clutched it out, man. They're they're not easy fights. Now, there's something that I've been trying to tell Eddie is that all the weapons have weapon abilities. And he has to grind yeah. out and get those weapon abilities. Because I saw him yesterday against one of the, the large, like, magnet-looking motherfuckers. Like, it, it's a tough yeah. fight. And he... He only has, like, the bare minimum abilities. I'm just like, you should have, like, three or four abilities at that point. You get <laughs> you get the hard edge. I think you might get the nail bat. Like, you get some decent weapons very early in the game that you should be pulling those, those weapon abilities off of. So right. I tried explaining that to him. I don't know if he actually started doing it because if not, he's sitting on a bunch of, like, action points or AP to right, uh right, right. upgrade his weapons and he needs to do that he did the fight he got but it but he got but it when he right right before that i donated, and he didn't even notice like he's just in the game that hard mm-hmm. and i just donated 100 bucks like whatever i mean it's 100 bucks like a lot, that's a lot of money to some people and i mean 100 bucks is a lot to me too but i know it's going to a good cause and eddie forte and emerald pixie are good people mm-hmm. so i don't mind the thing is like the minute he saw it, he got a text from his friend and his friend was like, dude, check, look at, look up, look at your fucking ticker at the top. And he goes, holy shit. But he was just like the whole time. He's like, dude, my heart feels so full. Like 
he stopped the stream and like messaged Emerald Pixie because she was streaming as well. And she almost started fucking crying because it's her first fundraiser she's ever done. And I mean, I guess like to me, I'm like, well, we've raised like $1,700 before, but like, I get it. I get it. So hopefully I think they have a goal of like 250. Nice. Hopefully they're able to hit that. So I helped them out a little bit. So he mess he personally messaged me. He's like, dude, you didn't have to do that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I wanted to do it, dude. Like I know it's going to a good cause. So that's what I, uh, I'm a whore, man. I am a whore to see recognition and all that. You, I, I, you are a narcissistic piece of it, shit. I am a, it, you are no better. You are no I don't better. say shit. I don't say shit. I do. I'm just like, look at it. Look at it. <laughs> but no, he's, uh, Femi feel real good. Like that. I've never heard someone say like my heart feels, he goes, I'm going to go to bed tonight with my heart just full. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Good. I like that. So, Good shit. But uh, that's basically it for my week. That's all I really did. All right. I've been busy. I've got a lot. I've had, I've had a lot of shit going on. This week, I found out on Wednesday that my uncle just about had a heart attack on Monday. Dude, this story is wild, man. My entire family knew about this shit. My mom knew about this. Uh, my, my uncle goes outside. He says he's having difficulty breathing and shit like that. He, he goes outside. My aunt goes out. She says, hey, do you need me to call an ambulance? You look like shit. My my uncle just turned 66 le- yesterday. He's just like, no, I'm fine. I just need to go get some fresh air. He goes outside, right? He <laughs> can't breathe, goes back inside, just like, yo, get me an ambulance. They get him an ambulance. They send him to Huntington Hospital. Huntington Hospital, they, they take a look at him. They're just like, one, it's COVID, so nobody can go in with you. He's all by himself in this fucking, of course. In this fucking hospital. They take a look at his heart, and he was just like, yeah, your heart's operating at 10%. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) He's like, yeah. It means exactly what it means. Exactly. He's like, no, your heart is operating at 10%. And they do an angiogram on him, and they find out that his main artery is 100% clogged, and there's nothing that they can do for it outside of bypass surgery, which he's not strong enough to do right now. His other two arteries are both 50% and 70% clogged. So he's on a shit ton of medication right now. And he has to wear a defibrillator vest, which is the defibrillator is that thing that shocks you when you go into cardiac arrest. He has to wear a vest. And when the vest recognizes that he's going into cardiac arrest, it shocks him over and over again. Jesus, the person man. that's holding I the, hope that thing doesn't malfunction. That yeah, that's what he was saying. It was just like this thing could just go off at any time. At any yeah. fucking time. <laughs> and he's just like the, he says that when he finally came home, the the nurse was walking him through it. He was just like, I, I guess I have to be really nice to my wife for now on because she's the one that holds the control and to stop it when he comes back. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, y'all are fucking terrible. But like my mom knew about this happening on Monday didn't tell me for like two three days so like it's a fucking surprise to me yeah let me not to cut you off but when i asked you i said are you and your uncle close could you quote what you said to me i would sell my entire family for a single corn chip if it meant preserving that relationship there there is literally nobody Nobody that is more important in my life as far as my immediate family that is alive currently 
on right. from my family, not not my wife's family, from my family than my aunt and uncle. Those two people. So obviously your wife, your son. That's, that's why I said on my family. side of the family. Yeah. Right, my right, extended right, right. family. So I don't give a fuck about nobody. I lost else. it when I read that. I lost I laughed so fucking hard. No. I no. So that was that. He's doing fine now, I guess. But that but was still. that was a thing. Then the same day, I find out that my mother and father in law came down with the coronavirus. Jesus, both bitch. of them are, are immunocompromised. Like, right? My my mother in law just got out of the hospital, like just got out of the hospital. Jesus. So it's and they're in like COVID focal point. Yeah, they live in Florida. Like, they live in Orlando. Jesus Christ, where where all the old people are at, and. This is like one of those cases where the the person that brought it home, which was my father-in-law, he was the one that's constantly saying like, oh, it's a hoax, it's a hoax, it's a hoax, it's not a real thing. Of course. Been going course. out to the bars, been going out drinking, not wearing a fucking mask at work, not wearing a fucking mask anywhere else that he goes. And then boom, this fucking happens. And my mother-in-law, who also is like on the same level of my my aunt and uncle, I'm very close with my mother-in-law, I will... I, I'm pretty yeah. much closer to my mother-in-law than I am my own mother. She <laughs> fucking comes down with the same goddamn shit. I'm just like, what the fuck? Where the, like, no. That was one of the reasons why I was like, if we need to take this weekend off, just let yeah. me Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's just whatever. But th- there's there's that shit. Um, I also, we played Sonic Riders this week. Sonic Riders. How'd that go? It's. I I genuinely enjoy that game. It's a short game if you're trying to do the story mode. It is it is legitimately good. It is a hard game. I, I'm not going to say that it's easy. It is a hard game to get into. Yeah, it's got a it's got a, a high learning it. curve um, because yeah. you're always accelerating. So it's almost like Kirby's Air Ride. That was another game that I was not good at when I tried it. Yeah, it's it's not an easy game. So, like, I can understand people having a hard time with it. However, like, once you get it, you get it. And then it becomes a mix between Kirby's Air Ride and, like, the most basic of, you know, Tony Hawk. You know, it's it's a oh, fast-paced, yeah, yeah. you know, very grinding simple grinding and, and doing tricks in the air and shit like that. So it, it's legitimately a good game. Um, was that for the tier list? That was for the tier list. I put that in B. Where did it – where did – Okay, that's surprising. It's, it's no, I I legitimately think it's a it's an awesome game. Outside of that, we played some Yakuza Seven. Yakuza Seven is a great game. Still, we did the <laughs> yeah. Dragon Cart. I spent almost the entire stream. Oh, you got there. Just doing Dragon Cart. Oh, dude, it's good. It's super good. <laughs> best cart cart racer, huh? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that it's the best cart racer, but it's got some of the most realistic physics as far as like real life cart racing. It it doesn't feel like Mario Kart. When you drift, it's right. the back wheels that are, are bowing out. Do I mean like a dragon and not seven? So I'm going off of the Japanese name. The Japanese name is still Yakuza 7. In the United States, it's called like a dragon. The seventh main installment. Eighth. Zero exists. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Fake news. Yakuza 7 is still a great time. We finished chapter four. Still playing Egg. Egg is a great game. Elemental gimmick gear is solid. Pardon me. I tried playing Kabuki Warriors this weekend. Something is yeah. going on with either my Frame Meister or my HDMI to composite fucking 
interface or converter. it's the or the converter or it's the the Xbox itself because right when I was about to hit live the the screen went completely black and I'm just like but it was working prior to that yeah yeah and I don't think it's my Elgato because I was getting the feeds from my Elgato and then it just stopped working so I have to yeah, I got to figure out what's going on I'm I'm trying to troubleshoot that Welcome to streaming troubleshooting. Yeah, it's, I've done that a lot. I'm just like, why the fuck isn't this working? It's fucking annoying. Sometimes you have to close an application and open it back up and it fucking I works. mean, I restarted my computer, so I don't know if that was the case. But there was that going on. Um, so that's why we just immediately pretty much jumped into We played Rival Schools on Friday. I played a little bit of Rival Schools. That's, I beat yeah, whatever arcade mode. It's not a bad mode. alternative. It's not. And then we went into Guilty Gear for the night, which was always a fun time. To the point where I am calling it now, I am announcing it now, I am going to be holding a Guilty Gear Beginners Tournament either at the end of December or sometime in January. Me, Final Boss, have already worked out some of the the plans. We're going to get some people from his community. We're going to get some people from the communities outside. There are going to be certain stipulations because... You know, a lot of people are new to this game, but we do have some some sweaty-ass veterans. So I'm not allowed to play. Some people from his crew is not allowed That's, to play. I was going to ask, you're probably going to be a commentator. Yes, you? I'm not going to be competing. Because I know that it's either going to come down to me, this kid Infinity, or another guy named Lo-Fi. Because Lo-Fi and I are from the Guilty Gear discords. Like, we play with those motherfuckers. They're the real beasts. Infinity, on the other I mean, hand, I is did, just, like, very, very good. I didn't respond, but I could. I, I mean, I could to that tos, especially if you're doing digitally. Tos mm-hmm. aren't that hard. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing that. I'm in the middle of writing the the rule set for that, so that's coming down the line. I'll, maybe you can get some. Uh, maybe you can get some something like something for the prize. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So or... I'm I'm not gonna say what the prize is, but it's definitely going. The prize pool is probably going to be around two hundred and fifty dollars for a beginners tournament. Okay. Prizes go to top four, so. Yeah, that's that's what we're going to be doing soon. And also, there may be another podcast in the works with certain people. I'm not going to confirm anything, but there is, like, things being worked out in the background. Also, I don't have an asshole. I don't have an also in that regard. Just I thought you said I don't have an asshole at first, and I was like... No, 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 no. I have an <laughs> asshole. I'm having, like, really bad um, gas pain, so I cannot wait for this break to come up. It's okay, it's terrible. All right. <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about is old school Fire Emblem came out. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon or like the light in the shadow or some whatever the fuck. Marth's first Fire Emblem, the first Fire Emblem That's, came out on the Switch. It came out on the Switch, right? Yes. Holy shit. That, that, that is a bare bones game. That like I thought that, yeah. what do you call it? Like I've played it before, but it's been years since I played the original. And it made me appreciate shadow dragon or the first fire emblem on the ds way more now than than before like that that game is rough i thought that shining force was bare bones nah dude nah this game is just like hey select this unit move it here we're not going to show you any stats no fucking uh triangle just fucking figure it out dude just figure i don't even think that there was a triangle at that point it was just like, hey, the axe has these stats. The lance has these stats. The the sword has these stats. Hmm. So I, I've got a. I'm still playing it through. It's 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 not very hard. 
It's not very hard. I'm saying from a standpoint of aesthetic-wise, I guess, there's been a lot of quality of life changes, obviously. So making that hard of a step back to see like what the actual NES version was makes me appreciate yeah. the newer stuff now. It's like people that are like playing WoW Classic, mm-hmm. and they're like, because my friend, she's like, she's playing WoW Classic more than she's playing retail WoW. And she's like, it's so much fun. And I'm like, I don't know. WoW Classic has so many quality of life changes that the retail did that I might just fucking hate it. So I don't know. It's not a bad game. You just have to approach yeah. it on its own merits. And that's just something that I've I've got to do. It, it's def- it was definitely more of a culture shock for me. Maybe culture shock is right. not the, the right term, but it was definitely uh, a, a different. It's definitely different. Well, while while we're in this, I'm going to fix the because we're going to go to news soon. So I'm going to fix the showcase room. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I wanted to show off while this is playing. I caught Gaijin uh, Goomba streaming this game last night, and it's called Tanuki Justice. Tanuki Justice. You play as a Tanuki Ninja, and it's a side scroller, and it looks really fucking cool. And it's coming to Switch on December 10th. So, I don't know. It he was going insane because it's like a hard as fuck game, and uh, but it looks interesting. I don't know. We can let it play for a little bit as we talk and talk shit and all that stuff. Skip so, forward a little bit. I want to yeah. see like what the gameplay is like. I may it's, have seen it this be before. Going into it. it should be going into it pretty soon. Hold on. I'll Pixel Heart it. has Pixel. I feel like I've seen that publisher before. All right, here we go. It's showing you off like a little bit. You've got upgrades, collect blue stones to up your special bar so you can do your special. And uh, I don't know. It's super weep themed is what it is. Yeah, a little bit. But it looks really cool. When he was playing it, it was hard as fuck and he was losing his mind. So Yo, look at that I'm fucking super. play this game. That yeah, that that shit insane. reminds me of Answer Super, where he just like takes he creates four copies of himself and makes like a giant shuriken and throws it at you. It's fucking dope. Yeah, because he's a ninja. Right That's on. What it is. So I don't know how much it's gonna be. Uh, I think I have to double check because I was searching it as Tanuki Ninja, and uh, apparently it's called Tanuki Justice. I don't know if it's gonna be on Switch or on Steam. These guys uh, did I the knew- Forgotten Tales. They did a point-and-click adventure game with like they took photos of like these these gothic settings and then like okay. hardcore pixelated them, and it reminded me a lot of the Uninvited. Okay. This is like a huge departure from that shit. But no, it it right. looks pretty good. It's got great. I mean, depend- great art. Yeah, yeah, and like we haven't even gotten to some of the bosses yet, but some of the bosses that he was fighting up against were really really cool. But it gets fucking insane at some points. So I don't know. It's probably it doesn't look like it's gonna be that much like expensive of a game. But no. uh I could see myself streaming this shit. This is very old school Nintendo. I would say it's almost a bit like a ninja spirit for the Neo Geo. Or not the Neo Geo, the TurboGrafx sixteen. Right. Just more like a cute 'em up I get version of it, I guess you can say. A little bit. Oh, he died. There it is, so Big rip. Uh, but no, it looks really interesting. I'm excited to see it. Uh, let's see. It's called Tanuki Justice. So, Tanuki Justice. I wonder if it's just going to be on Switch. Yeah, it looks like just right now it just it's going to be on Switch. Nice. It's one of them Switch games. 
So I'll buy that when it comes out. I don't know how much it's going to be, though. Because I don't think it's even... What? No way. Huh. This is saying thirty four ninety nine. Get the fuck out. Oh, that's for a physical. This game's not going to be a physical for a long time. So, I don't know. It says... Oh, it's on the Nintendo site. Nice. Okay. So, let's see. Oh, it's... Uh, well, it's $15. I have it. I can get it for twelve dollars because I have coins. But so it's gonna be a fifteen dollar game. It's got Goku on the front of it, apparently. <laughs> it's got, look, got a big old mad monkey. Yep, it comes out. Uh, oh, it's got up to two players. It's from Wonder Boy Bobby. Uh, it's an action or it's an adventure platformer action arcade. And yeah, no gravity games. I'm trying to see if it's like online play. Play online access clack. Oh no, that's just saying that. So that's going to be interesting. I'll play that. It comes out on December 10th. So I'll check that out. Fucking sweet. Okay. First order of news. Casey Hudson and Mark Dara leaves a crumbling Bioware. This is lifted from the IGN article on the subject matter. EA has announced that Casey Hudson, a general manager for Bioware, or the general manager of Bioware, and Mark Dara, an executive producer for the upcoming Dragon Age, will be departing the company. All currently ongoing projects, including Anthem Next, The Next Dragon Age, and Mass Effect, the Legendary Edition remasters among them, will continue as planned despite the leadership shifts. Samantha Ryan will continue to oversee the studio, while Christian Daly, who joined Bioware from Blizzard, will now be leading the Dragon Age project as executive producer, with Matthew Goldman remaining as a creative director on the project. Pause for water. <sighs> <laughs> I was I was reading. I was like, what? <laughs> and the Mass Effect collection will continue to be led by Mark Gamble, as the team also remains hard at work from for the future of the franchise. This marks Hudson's second departure from Bioware after he first left the studio in 2014 and announced a new position at Microsoft in 2015. Hudson rejoined Bioware in 2017 when then GM Aaron Flynn stepped down. While the company searches for a new GM, Gary McKay, the senior director of development operations, will act as the interman studio GM. To quote, they will always be an important part of the studio's history. We appreciate their many contributions and we look forward to seeing what they will do next, as per Laura Mayel, chief studio officer of EA. To quote, um, I don't know who we're quoting right now. It's not an easy decision to make, and big changes like this always come with a certain degree of sadness. I will miss being able to work with our inspiring developers on the biggest and most exciting projects I can imagine. But I also know that this is a good time for change, both for myself and Bioware. Oh, Casey Hudson's talking. Uh, <laughs> as he explained gotta... as he explained on a post uh in for, about his departure it is profound and humbling to look back on the decades-long career and think about the things that we've achieved together it is hard to make a decision to move on but i am excited for what's next for all of us dara also wrote about the decision to leave saying this has been very difficult for me the team of amazing developers on dragon age make my life fuller and better they have taught me so much but the strength of the team is also what makes this possible I know that Dragon Age won't survive without me, won't just survive without me, it will thrive. Christian Daly is a strong leader and will remain a great insight to the rest of the Dragon Age leadership who remains. This is a team that includes people with decades of experience at Bioware, and I am confident that together this team can make the ne next Dragon Age the best one yet. 
In the meantime, BioWare's long list of projects will continue. The company continues to produce Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic or Star Wars The Old Republic and will continue on Anthem next as BioWare hopes to revive the looter shooter with a massive overhaul. Recent looks at the Anthem 2.0 have included planned changes to loot and weapons as well as javelin builds and skill trees. Okay. I hope so. We never played the game. So. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to play the game to see what it's about, but I've... We both own it. I've seen footage of what it is, and holy shit. Just goddamn. Well, how long How long is this laundry list of people that are leaving Bioware? I feel like this it's is the fourth time... It's fucking long. We've... It's super we've, fucking we've, long. We've reported on a lot of them, right? They've been bleeding talent since fucking Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, just, it's been a huge fucking mess. I want to say that Casey Hudson came back while, Anth- uh, not Anthem, Andromeda was still in development. Like Andromeda's the weird-faced one. Yeah, right? that's, what it's, that's what it's known for. I mean, like, Andromeda's just okay. not a great game. It's okay. It's not got, it's not, it doesn't have a good story. No, it's, it's just either. okay. I mean, Anthem, we know what happened to Anthem. Anthem is just a complete fucking shit show. And this this goes into the whole, like, work culture that Bioware has, where everyone is expected to make Bioware magic, and everything is supposed to to work out no matter what the cost. So you have these people who are slaving themselves in trying to to fucking make shit happen, and you have people just getting into – just having mental breakdowns, people leaving work – for three months at a time paid because they cannot physically show up and do the taskers that's required of them. It's insane. It is absolutely insane what this what this developer has done over the last decade. Zombie Hunter says we need to have a three-man squad because he got it as a gag gift last year. Oh, God. So, I spent five dollars on it. I remember when they were like five dollar, five and ten. I got mine for like two fifty, but I bought it for the PlayStation Four, and my PlayStation refuses to recognize that game. So I, really? I would have yeah. to, I would have to replay it on on Xbox One. I, I would consider it Ooh. as long as I'm like, as long as it's not more than ten dollars, I'll buy Anthem for for Xbox One, just to see what That's it's about. A... He's got it on Xbox. Yeah, I'd buy it for ten bucks on Xbox. Mm-hmm. That's a triple stream right there. He streams too. Hell so. yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. That's that's what um, we'll do. You know, this oh this, uh, this is bad. This, <laughs> I honestly think that Bioware. I don't think that EA would necessarily get rid of Bioware because Bioware is the big name RPG developer. It's not like right. all the other fucking developers that they've shut down. Although I could be completely mistaken or wrong. Because this is EA that we're talking about. If if you don't perform, I mean, they they kill you. That is true. If you can't make loot boxes, then they fuck you over. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the Star Wars: The Old Republic is still that's the MMO one, right? Yes, that's like been like that one of their most consistent bad. projects that they've had, and it's because so yeah. EA or I should say Bioware is split between three different um, developers. They've got. Bioware Edmonton, which I believe is up in Canada, and that's like their baby. Yeah, Edmonton's in Canada. That's their baby. And then they've got Bioware Austin, which was their only job was to manage the Old Republic. That was the only like yeah. mainstream game that they were working on. And then I want to say right before 
uh, Andromeda went into development, Mass Effect, uh, not Mass Effect, Bioware Montreal was opened up. And then That's right, yep. the way, the, the, when everything started going to shit was they had released Inquisition. And Inquisition was led by the fucking Edmonton team. They started right. Mass Effect, but then they transferred, they were doing a joint project between Edmonton and Austin. And then they transferred all assets over to the Austin site. And they were just like... That was this company. And, and we okay. were like, no, we don't do that. We do Old Republic. But then Edmonton was like, no, fuck you. We're the fucking golden child. We're going to do great things. Meanwhile, they're the ones who are fucking developing Anthem, thinking that they're going to do like the next big fucking thing. Ooh. Oof is right. <laughs> and so they were just like, we have no idea how to use this fucking Frostbite engine. Let's get the guys who did the FIFA games to help us out. And so they were making some headway. And then the FIFA guys were like, peace, we got to go make the next FIFA, which you make every single fucking year. And so you had that makes the money. all these fucking new guys trying to fucking work on the, the fucking mass no effect. Idea. They have no idea what's going on. And then we got what we fucking got. And then they pushed all residual development over to the Montreal team. They created a skeleton crew at Montreal because they closed down the Montreal site, and the only job that they had left was to make sure that multiplayer was running. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then rinse and repeat the entire same thing over again with Anthem. Now, maybe maybe Montreal, or not Montreal, maybe Austin didn't get involved with the development of fucking Anthem, but I mean, like, it's the same fucking shit show. It's the exact same shit show. And so they don't want to give up on Anthem because there was too much money that was spent on Anthem. And they they do have like so much hype. Yeah. They do have like a shell of a solid project, a shell, because it doesn't fucking work. But if they can fix it, then great. If not, I don't know where BioWare is going to go from there. If Dragon Age fails, it's over. Yeah, it's, they don't have any. It's 100% else. over. What is this tweet from Patrick Weeks? It says, please don't do this. It doesn't help me. I am one person on a large team. I have health issues. Seeing stuff like this is stress I don't need. It doesn't help the the, the many amazing worker coworkers on the team. Oh, it's this meme that they put. Thetis is, I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be Atlas holding up the world. But I don't know what Thetis is. Maybe Thetis is the... The fucking worlds that Anthem takes Anthem? place in, or Dragon Age takes place in. Like my wife Maybe. is the one who uh, who's played fucking Dragon Age. I am not the biggest Dragon I mean, Age. Inquisition fan. was highly, highly rated by many people. I mean, my love, my wife loves Inquisition. She, she, she's what? What? Floyd Mayweather announces he will fight Logan. Oh, Paul you just in heard about that? <laughs> I mean. So I recently heard that, like, what was this? This Was it an NBA player or former NBA or, or former NFL, like, called Logan Paul out for a, to a boxing match? And Logan Paul beat the shit out of him. Apparently, Logan Paul knows how I to box. I guess we're talking. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He's, he doesn't just know how to box. He's been training for a while. And I've been talking to my friends about it. It's like, say what you will about the fucker. He is a goddamn piece of shit. But no one can say yeah. that he doesn't have fucking hands. And he proved that when him and his brother fucking tried boxing ksi and his brother logan paul won his fight 
Yeah. And that's interesting. They now the the fucking football player was just like, nah, bro, I gotta fight him now. I'm just like, you don't know how to fight. You've been playing fucking football for the last. Wasn't he like just rushing at him? And shit? Yes, he tried fucking rushing him, and he got his shit fucking pushed. Like Logan, Logan Paul like, nah, knows bro. how to fucking fight. Now I'm not saying that he's a great fighter. I'm not because he's not a great fighter, but he knows but he what he's fucking know. doing. Why he's getting in the ring with Floyd Mayweather, I have no fucking clue. Floyd Mayweather's going to kill him. Uh, All I'm going to say is that that is a must win for Floyd Mayweather. Imagine. <laughs> oh, if he loses, Imagine. it's done. <laughs> Imagine That's how much he we loses. care about Bioware. Like, we started, like... <laughs> I just and I saw this earlier, but I just because I had recently heard about like that fight, and then I heard about the Tyson fight against mm-hmm. the other guy, and Tyson was like fucking back at it, like he was like giving a fucking show, like he knew that he, wasn't a bad fight. That he said wasn't. that that was the thing was, and even when he was younger, he's like, yeah, I could have knocked him out, but it's about giving people the show. They had an agreement that there would be no knockouts. That was the agreement. That was strictly so that a sense. point fight. Tyson and whatever the other guy's name is, I know that he's like some other boxing Robinson legend. Or something. They had an agreement. There are no knockouts allowed because of health issues. So I mean, they're like fifty. Like yeah, they're they're <laughs> in their fifties, but still, Tyson will kill a man. Apparently, Tyson dropped a hundred pounds in like a year. That's that's good. That's real good. Yeah. And apparently, like, after the fight, Tyson was all, like, hyped up. He's like, yeah, we need to do more shit like this. And people were like, calm down, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're 50. <laughs> so That's when the cocaine hit again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, sorry, but sorry to get sidetracked. I'm but not. that's Bioware, <sighs> man. Like, to be in that company, just be like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, like if we were working for a company like that, we'd just be like, we got to go, bro. Like, we got to do something. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't. Otherwise, like, unless you're just riding that sinking ship, which I've seen that happen a lot, especially in the restaurant uh, industry. I mean, the severance pay that you get afterwards, hopefully will be worth it. But not Bioware is not the same Bioware that we grew up with. It's not it's by the any same means. thing for Blizzard, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we've talked about that. Blizzard. I mean, we've even talked to we've we covered that one article about the original like blizzard creators and they're like this is not the blizzard that was 10 years ago 15 yeah. years ago so hell no all that shit changed when they when activision acquired them mm-hmm. or vice versa i can't remember how it went but yeah all right so i've been wanting to talk about this one for a little bit this next news article okay all right next news article we got the uh, Monster Hunter World has been review bombed on Steam as backlash to the movie grows in China. In the last 48 hours, which is probably when this was, you know, released, which is probably a couple days ago, Monster Hunter World wa- uh, has received over 2,000 negative reviews on Steam after a racist joke in the Monster Hunter film has led to a backlash in China and calls to ban the film. Daniel Ahmad a senior senior analyst at Nico Partners tweeted a clip from the Monster Hunter film yesterday showing the racist joke in question. In the clip from the film, which was released this week in China, a soldier yells to another soldier, What are my knees? What kind of knees are these? Chinese. Many in China connected this joke to an old racist saying, as pointed out by Ahmad. This has led to widespread anger and backlash to the film. 
As reported by Variety, the movie has since been pulled from most theaters in China. According to some reports, it appears an edited version of the film removing this joke may also be banned in China, effectively stopping the Paul W.S. Anderson-directed adaptation from appearing in the country. Capcom released a statement yesterday night, uh, yesterday night, that'd be last night, distancing themselves from the film. Oh, <laughs> I did I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll reread it. Capcom released a statement <laughs> last night, distancing themselves from the film, with the company also claiming to be contacting the proper film companies and producers about the joke. However, many found this statement hollow as Capcom just recently revealed a Monster Hunter World tie-in with the film with Mila Jovovich's character from the movie appearing as a playable character voiced by the actress. All of this has led to Monster Hunter World on Steam being review-bombed, with many recent negative reviews directly referencing the movie's offensive joke. A lot of reviews reference some other racist shit. It's a giant shit show that's only getting worse. Uh, what's... <laughs> I'm literally about to... I'm crying over here. <laughs> what's odd is that Monster Hunter, the film was vetted like the Chinese by the Chinese officials, like all other films, TV shows, and games, yet this joke still slipped through. As pointed out by Ahmad, the, the subtitles and the English dialogue don't match, with the subtitles referencing a Chinese idiom about men kneeling. This has only added to the controversy, with some viewers believing this was a direct insult to Chinese viewers. <laughs> I I'm so glad I didn't read this before. <laughs> I'm literally I'm literally crying with laughter right now trying to read all that. How? How? It's in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like I knew, like I was like, okay, this movie's going to suck. All right, it's going to suck. Like that's just I mean, I got very high standards for something that I love. I love Monster Hunter. But goddamn, if you can't get this movie to be watched in China, your movie's fucking dead. Your movie is fucking dead. The World of War, the Warcraft movie, did terrible over here, made billions of dollars in China. Yep. This is another movie that would have tanked over here, but did amazing overseas. Not now. No. And it is unfair that the game is getting review bombed. That is unfair, but I understand. I understand the frustration. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm a little I, I'm a lot I'm a lot of happy. <laughs> like that's <laughs> I'm a lot of happy right now, man. I want to see the movie now. <laughs> Why? Uh cuz oh man, cuz I'm a piece of shit, not a racist piece of shit. I didn't know that was a I I would have never even caught that either. Like I would not have caught that right, right. I dude, they didn't make Ti say it, did they? I don't know what character they made say it. I just know that like when I heard it, I'm just like, are you fucking serious? Are you uh, serious? Apparently, yeah. I went to go watch it. The media has been disabled for copyright owners. Yeah, I saw it. I, I could probably find it. Yeah, you could. You could definitely find it. It's um. I don't know. I wasn't planning on seeing this this movie to begin with, and like I know that I shit on China a lot, but that's unfair. Yeah, like that, like <laughs> that's unfair. No, I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's there there are certain things that you can be critical of of China, and it's not even like the Chinese people; it's their government that I don't like. Right. 
that that's kind of unfair. It's it is interesting in the way that that the Chinese officials already vetted the the copy of the movie and just like did not see that coming. And then it, it got yeah, seen by Chinese, millions so of people. Millions they're of so people. so big on censorship and all that. How someone got fired or executed. Oh, bro, bro. Like <laughs> bro. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's no so, way. There there had I'll to I'll watch been. it, but I'm not going to watch it on the podcast. I don't I've already said the quote. I'm not going to pull it up onto the no, actual stream. It's nah. <laughs> it's it's not great. Anyway. Oh, okay. Jesus, man. Yeah, it's not fair because Monster Hunter World is a good game. I hope this isn't going to tarnish the Monster Hunter Rise release. I don't think it will. I mean, even... Capcom's just like, fuck that shit. You, yeah, and I saw the release, too. Like, they're doing, like, a Witcher-style t- crossover, mm-hmm. and it's literally Mila Jovovich voicing it. And I'm just like... I saw it, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. Like, that's stupid. I'm not going to play that shit. No. The good thing, the good thing, the one thing I will give the movie is the monsters look fucking amazing. The monsters look great. Diablos looks great. The Cephalos looks great. Apsaros looks great, and of course, Rathalos looks great. CGI but, good. Yeah, well, the problem it's a, it's it's the Godzilla uh, conundrum. Mm-hmm. I want to see robot or like you know monsters fighting each other, or in this part, I mean, I, I want to see hunters fighting the monsters. But I don't care about the hunter, the human backstory. Like, that was the whole problem with Godzilla King of the Monsters. There was so much I don't fucking care about this family. Like, I just want to see Ghidorah fight Godzilla with Rodan in the background and Mothra coming around and King Caesar walking in the background. Like, that's all I want to see. You you want a Godzilla fighting game or a fight movie. Like I want a good one. Maybe I'll get that with King Kong or Godzilla versus King Kong. But they're knowing how they're making that. Yeah, it's releasing. Uh, it was the it's being released digitally uh, next year. You know, like W what was it WB or Warner Brothers came out saying like all these movies are being released digitally and not in movie theaters. And like oh on HBO. God, yeah, Godzilla yeah, yeah, yeah. versus King Kong's gonna be on there. But I know the formula right now. Unless they pleasantly surprise me, Godzilla and King Kong are gonna fight against each other. There's going to be a bigger threat, and they're going to have to come together and fight the bigger threat. Mm-hmm. That's just how it's going to go. So Fuck that. It's probably going to be, I'm calling it right now, probably going to be Mecha Ghidorah. Because there was a little teaser at the end of uh, King Kong or uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So, yeah. Oof. Big, uh, you ever see, you've seen the, 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 the meme of the oof, right? Yeah. Oof meter. This is a big oof on this one. <laughs> uh, no, Kotaku, I don't want to subscribe to your newsletter. So, all right, that's all I got to say about that cool. one. Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Last little bit of news. Microsoft has acquired Smash.gg. Smash.gg has been officially bought out by Microsoft. The announcement was made over their website with a quick banner providing light details on the deal. While some might be wondering if there will be any kind of exclusivity with this newfound acquisition, Smash.gg has stated that they will continue to run as a self-service esports platform that will be available to all gaming communities. To quote them, today we're excited to announce that Microsoft has acquired Smash.gg as per the official Smash.gg Twitter account. 
With this acquisitions, the Smash.gg community and tournament organizers will continue to benefit from the Smash.gg platform, while our team will now benefit from the additional resources and support as part of the Microsoft Content Services team. The terms of immediate changes, in the terms of immediate changes, the service isn't expected to see drastic ones on the surface as the newly combined team will continue doing what Smash.gg does best. It is a free software that allows users to create and organize both online and offline tournaments. It provides bracket and registration functionality, giving tournament organizers the ability to gather entrants and keep track of the progression of their events. While the service has Smash in the name, it hosts events spanning across many different fighting games, including Street Fighter V, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and even games outside of the fighting game community such as Fortnite and Rocket League. At the time of writing this, Smash.gg is also hosting the official Capcom Cup 2020 community vote that will decide the final entrant into the event. Smash.gg has been a standard in the FGC tournaments for a while now, and with Microsoft's backing, this will undoubtedly open up even more doors and services for esports. The official statement from Smash.gg is as follows. Since 2015, our goal has been to build active esports scenes around games that people love to play. Today, we're excited to take that step into the uh, that next step in that journey by joining Microsoft and helping strengthen our existing relationships and exploring new op- opportunities. Smash.gg will continue as a self-service esports platform available to tournament organizers for all gaming communities. And if you have any questions about our existing tournaments, please reach out to hello at Smash.gg. That's really interesting. I honestly, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know what Smash.gg was before we started reading this, and. Seems like Microsoft's pulling some big moves. Like, like they're, I mean, they bought, what was it? They bought out Bethesda or they acquired Bethesda. Mm-hmm. They're obviously like listening to like some kind of community or something. They know that like Smash.gg is important to a lot of uh, scenes and shit like that. So, Smash.gg is probably the biggest tournament organization system out there outside of like Challenge or I yeah, think there's I've a... used, uh, I've, I've been part of Challenge. I don't know what the third one is. It's also like relatively big, but Smash.gg has been the one that's been like rocking uh, Frosty Faustings and Evo and yeah. Combo Breaker and like DreamHack. Pretty much, you name it. It's everyone's been a part of it. So, and it's got it's got a very interesting and robust system of tracking the the entrance. And in, in Challenge, you could just put whatever name in the entry yeah in smash.gg you have to sign up for the website in order for you to enter these events and shit like that so So. it pulls up the profile Mm -hmm. gotcha my question is why do you think microsoft did this what does microsoft have to gain from this i think that it just like further solidifies their their um portfolio i know that's like the most like business casual way of explaining it but i mean like microsoft azure's uh database i mean pretty much everything runs off of azure i mean like in the united states we have a lot of online connectivity with nintendo and sony i mean sony jumped on microsoft's bandwagon in trying to use their database for microsoft azure nintendo has done something similar and i don't know the the details of it i'm sure i can find it Um, but there is some sort of partnership deal that both of those companies have with microsoft to use their platform in the united states Azure is used by the United States military and the United States government. And I can't go any further than that. I just have to (laughs) say that it exists and there is some sort of like system that's working out. It exists and we use it. Yep. That is, that is the official thing that I can say. 
Uh, Chris, there's a red dot on your chest. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting. I'm curious. Microsoft's trying to. I don't know. It feels like Microsoft's doing more shit than Sony is. Yeah, but I mean, if we're if this is going back to consoles, I mean, like the PS5 is still selling more. But yeah, it's true. Not that it matters. I, right I do now. forget that Microsoft isn't just the Xbox. Yeah, no, Microsoft. Microsoft is going. To, I, I don't want to say that it's bigger than Sony because both of them are tech giants. But I think that their focuses are in two different areas, and they meet in the middle at gaming. Gotcha. But well, all right. That's all we got for news. I believe. Yep, that's the news for now. Uh, we're gonna move over to questions. Top of the order is Zombie Hunter. Have you seen the DuckTales reboot? And if so, what was your opinion on it being cut after three seasons? Um. So, yes, I did see the DuckTales reboot. I didn't like it. It's, I don't think it's, like, up your alley, though. It's not. Like, Disney does has decent shows. You know, I know that they exist. I've caught them. My son watches them. They're not necessarily my thing. The only thing that I really care about is, you know, the Star Wars stuff, the Mandalorian. The Ma- Gravity Falls was Disney, right? Yes, Gravity Falls is a great okay. show. Gravity, like Gravity yeah. Falls, is almost up my alley. It's not actiony enough for me to really give a shit. Like I compare stuff that I would see from some of the Disney shows to being like, okay, well, if they added action in there, then it would be like rise of the teenage mutant Ninja turtles. Like it's got that sort Dude, of that show. Yeah. That show is super good. And the thing is, is that they, they've got the content of rise, but they don't have the action. And like, I'm not going to really watch a cartoon unless it's like super funny, like gumball. Like I love gumball. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. <laughs> gumball is one of the greatest cartoons of our generation, of the new generation, of any generation, it is. I'm partial to the Chowder Flapjack era. I mean, Chowder's great way. too. Like I love Chowder, but it, like they they've got the comedy down. Whereas like you you've got to have like a good mix of both, and I don't think that Ducktales has that. Um, so no, I don't care I, that I got cut after three seasons. I've not w- actually watched any of it. I saw it when it was being announced, like for the reboot when it was coming out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, cool! David Tennant's in this." The one guy, uh, I mean, I think it's Ahmed from the Community, the show Community. Mm-hmm. He's one of the uh, the the brothers. I think it's not. It's the guy that plays Olaf in Frozen. I think he plays one of the brothers as well. And then I don't. It's got a really good. Ca- oh, the the one chick from Holland, uh, not Holland Oats. Uh, what's the comedy band? Garfunkel and Oats. Okay. She's the 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 black haired or dark haired uh, woman. She plays uh, the I can always forget her pet pit the little the little girl duck. I can't remember what the her girl name duck. Is. Yeah, the girl duck. I don't care enough. But uh, <laughs> I never watched it. I never watched it. I feel bad, but. Webby, that's what it, her name was, Webby. But I, I, I do need to check it out. I've honestly, I've never seen all of. Gra- There's so many cartoons that I've missed. I've not seen all of Gravity uh, Falls. I've not seen a lot of the good fucking shows. I just recently watched the first two episodes of the Animaniacs reboot. How is that? And it's fine. It's it's funny. They're they're very topical about shit. Like that's just how they are. But I also don't remember. So I've watched. I've watched two episodes, and in those two episodes, there's, like, three small episodes. 
the first episode of the first the first episode of the first episode is the Animaniacs returning, mm-hmm. and then you got your Pinky in the Brain episode as the buffer, and then you have your second Animaniacs cartoon in that thirty minute block. Every single small episode, there's a song. Like in the first two episodes, there's six songs, and I'm just like, I don't remember this many songs in the original one. Also, they cut a lot of the side characters from the original Animaniacs cartoon. Like the whole, you remember the the pigeons that were like one of them was like Joe Pesci that always yes. got mad at one of the other. They cut them. Oh, that's unfortunate. They cut uh, Mindy and Buttons, the the dog that's always chasing after the baby that's running, like always almost getting killed. They they cut that one. They cut the old squirrel and the young squirrel bit. They cut that one. They cut a lot of stuff out, and I don't know why. Maybe they just they tested it and it didn't work well, but. I always thought the Animaniacs was funny, but I really liked those side episodes and stuff. Pinky and the Brain was actually the bottom tier of all those extra cartoons that I didn't... Pinky and the Brain's fine, but I don't know. I haven't... Like, after two episodes, I was like, turn it off, I'm good. So, I don't know. I might go back to watch it again. I've gone back to watch some of the older episodes. The older episodes are still good, but... I don't know. I, it got me looking at the Animaniacs Super Nintendo game again. Okay. And I'm probably going to be streaming that again soon because that was during the the era of Konami where they were making, like, cartoon games, like Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Games, shit like that. And uh, I don't know. I might, I, I want to go revisit those games. Nice. So Okay. But, no, there's just so many cartoons I've, I missed out. I never watched Rise of the uh, TMNT, which after seeing some of the fucking videos, I'm like, why the fuck did I not watch Rise is, so, in Rise... Drew Lagan levels. Rise, the first, like, episode or two is a little bit rough, but yeah. after that, like, the comedy is funny. Like, it's, it's stupid humor. The arcs but it's, are good. It's great. The arcs are absolutely fan- fantastic. The, the fights are phenomenal. I love Splinter. He's the best. Splinter is the best character. undoubtedly the best you get a history of of splinter as well Mm -hmm. in a like an episode i don't know that might be an arc but it might just be one episode as well so rise rise is good as far as like disney cartoons are concerned like the only the only things i care about disney wise gravity falls is great big city greens is pretty funny it's it's a little out there but it's it's still funny and then like the mandalorian and like i'm planning on talking about the mandalorian after the season finale i'm waiting for the season finale oh dude watch it all oh dude oh dude i've been hearing there's some hard on for if you like the star wars rebels oh dude and then and then you like mandalorian people are getting chubs and coming everywhere i was worried (laughs) about how this next season was going to pan out from the first couple of episodes like they were good but i was just like yo season one really like was like was solid no season two is insane Season two is absolutely insane. Episode six reveal character reveals of certain characters coming back, turning out not to be dead. And and just the the absolute pure, absolute pure violence and hatred coming from them is gave me such a chub. It is so good. All it right. is so good. <laughs> I mean, I've also heard that we actually have a name for Baby Yoda, but no one cares. Nobody cares. Calling him Baby. It's, yeah. it's either Baby Yoda or the kid. That's just what it is. The child, kid, Baby Yoda. No one gives the a boy. shit that his name. <laughs> like, I'll spoil it right now. The kid's name is Gogru. No one's going to call him that. No. No one's going to call him that. So, oh, dude. 
Oh, dude, Mandalorian. So I can't wait to talk about it. I can't. Yeah, that's what Zombie Hunter says. So in the first episode of the Animaniacs reboot, they were writing it in 2018. And they even say it. Like, there's a point where Yakko, like, is able to download all of the information that they missed in the last 22 years. And he goes, well, my information only goes up to 2018 because that's when the writers started writing the show. So (laughs) (laughs) there's some really funny Donald Trump jokes. Multiple Donald Trump jokes okay. in a multiple episodes. I respect it. So that was that's pretty good. But no, going back to Ducktales, maybe I need to go back and watch it. It's sad that I mean it only it's lasted not at least bad. About three seasons. It's just not. So. It's not great in my opinion. Anyway, yeah. uh, Mr. Haru asks uh, after playing Bare Knuckle Three on the Sega Genesis, I am baffled by how badly Sega of America screwed up the localized port, as it is, it is now one of my favorite Streets of Rage games. Have you ever seen a thing that you loved get its potential completely fucked up by executive meddling or otherwise? Early Monster Hunter did. Localization for early Monster Hunter games were pretty rough. I'm trying to think. Like, whenever I think of something that gets fucked up by decisions of the higher-ups, I immediately just think to the entire Sonic franchise. I mean, Sonic 06, yeah. Sonic 06 is the perfect example. Because that was that was not done. The game was not finished, and they were just like, we need it for Christmas, send it out. That also happened with the PS2 version of Heroes, right? They were just like, get the shit out. I'm I'm not 100% sure about that. I know that the One development... One of the versions, they literally said it was terrible I know, to send it out. Yeah, that's the PS2 version. But like, I know that the development of Heroes was bad for the PS2, but I, I didn't know that they were just like, no, it needs to release all at the same time. Which I could see them doing that. With the PS2 version, like, there were, like, even quality control told them, they're like, hey, this is, like, a problem. Mm -hmm. They're like, if it's not game-breaking, we don't care. Get the game out. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that's classic Sonic team. That's, like, 100%. I found that out, apparently, when Game Grumps was playing Sonic Heroes, one of the QA, like, developers for that version of the game reached out to them in email and were like, hey, this is what happened. And they were like, holy shit. So the same thing happened with Sonic Boom as well. Yeah, I could see that too. One of the quality guys reached out and were like, hey, like, yeah, we had a quality control, but obviously you see they didn't let us do a lot. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That it's it's crazy. I'm surprised that Haru likes Bare Knuckle 3. Or Streets of Rage. I don't know. Bear, yeah, Bare Knuckle Three is Streets of Rage Three. Like Streets of Rage Three. Not saying that it's a bad game, and not. No, I can't really make many comments about it because I've never played it. But I know I a lot of people who have, like Ryzen, Game Tracks, Scotty, all of them. Like eat Chris Powell, all of them. Like say, like yeah, Bare Knuckle Three is like one of the roughest games in the series. It's interesting that he likes that one, but he's not fond of Four. That is odd because four is like I hear a lot of people say that they love four, but it's not better than two. Like I know a lot of people that still swear that two is the best Streets of Rage. I've never gone. I need to go back and play. I played Final Fight as a kid. You were SNES. You were SNES kid. I was a SNES kid, so I had to give Haru a whole fucking list. He's like, I don't know what I need to put on this uh, Super Nintendo Mini. And I'm like, I got you, boy. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> and I gave him a fucking list, man. Good shit. So. Good shit. Uh, Scotty Moe says, the first snow fell here, and that kicks off some traditions for myself and families, gambling-related. 
any of you have traditions for this time of year? Apologies if I've asked this question before. Traditions for this time of year? Mm, I'm not really big a tradition, like big on traditions. Mm-hmm. My, I mean, my wife is. It's different this year because her family's like up in Alaska, like her, her mom and dad and her niece. Mm-hmm. But they have the whole like. Normally, without COVID, we would have done like a Thanksgiving secrets. Like you pick your name out of the hat to figure out who you're you're buying a gift for. You get together, you make Christmas cookies and all that shit. I personally don't have one. I like to try and watch. Uh, what's funny is I I watch more Christmas movies than I do horror movies. Like I always have the mentality that I'm gonna watch a horror movie every day of Halloween, but that or every day of October, but that never fucking happens. But I end up watching like every year I watch. I watch Christmas Vacation. I watch. I just watch a bunch of Christmas movies. Like Christmas Eve, like we watching Christmas Story. Like that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> like we watching it. I just watch it. I like it. It takes me back to a super simple time. That's why I want to watch. Someone's like, "Can I turn the TV?" I'm like, "Don't fucking touch the TV." Like, <laughs> I am so glad that both me and my wife hate that movie. The thing, and I've said this before, people try to buy it for me. They're like, "I'll buy it for you on Blu-ray." I was like, "I don't want it." I watch it one day out of the year, and that's all I need. Like, it's that has its day. Mm-hmm. And that's why we leave it out. It's on in the background while we're, you know, opening presents, drinking, eating, whatever we're doing. The only tradition that, re- that I have is that I'll watch The Iron Giant. And it's not really a Christmas movie. I call it a Christmas movie because that's my Christmas movie. Like, I love The Iron Giant. Outside of that, I don't. That's a good movie. I'm not a tradition guy. I'm not even a holiday guy. Like, the only holiday that I really celebrate is the 4th of July and the Marine Corps birthday because... Because America! America. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing. So you know, you know Vin Diesel voices the giant, right? Yeah. Okay, let's just make it sure. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, I've gotten someone with that once. They're like, you're lying! I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, that's why you got the Groot role, so... <laughs> but, no, traditions, man, like, I... That shit will probably change when we have kids. Like, once we have our first kid, we'll probably start having, like, a tradition where we're like, oh, okay, it's, like, it's the 12th of December. We got to go do this or Mm -hmm. something like that. So, I don't know. We'll see. Hallie brought up a really good point. Like, last night, when you're watching Christmas movies, a lot of times people don't put up their lights until, like, like December 20th. You ever notice that in in Christmas movies? Like, they do that shit. Or sometimes they don't even put the Christmas tree up until Christmas Eve. And I'm like, what? Like that's so I've seen weird. people like play that out in Christmas movies, but I mean, I've never seen it. In real I don't life, watch though. enough Christmas movies to like. Yeah, no, like the day after Thanksgiving, the HOA president was putting up fucking Christmas shit. In fact, you shared your video from last year on Facebook. No, that wasn't from last year. That was this year. You did another one just like that one last year, didn't you? I don't think so. No, this year was the first year that I showed off my my little cul-de-sac. And fucking no, way. yeah, I could have swore you did that last I year. I might have well. taken a photo, but like this year I did like a short little mini video on Facebook and I guess I'll share it to the discord, but I'm, I'm walking outside. It's probably about like eight or nine o'clock. And what ends up happening is you don't do shit. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like people who are friends with me on Facebook probably have already seen the video, but like you've, there's four houses on my cul-de-sac. I've got Andy. Over on my left-hand side, I've got Greg, the HOA president, on my right. 
Over there is Justin. He's got his fucking thing. And they go fucking crazy. They go absolutely fucking nuts. Greg has the fucking Christmas radio playing the entire goddamn night. Oh, no. The entire goddamn night. So if you walk outside, you could hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's lights, lights, my blank dark house, lights. And your Christmas, your wife isn't like, go put Christmas lights on the house. I told her, fuck no. I'm not doing oh, okay. that. <laughs> Anything that they want for the house, as far as Christmas is concerned, they can do with their goddamn selves. Uh, you're lucky I put the tree up. <laughs> My wife and her sister put up the tree and the fireplace garland, and they put the lights on. They put. I'm trying to get away with, like, she put lights all on the porch because we have a huge front porch. And I'm like, maybe I don't have to put lights on the house now. Cause I, she used most of my she used most of my house lights on the porch, and I'm just gonna be like, mm, maybe I don't have to get up there. Cause I didn't pressure wash again this year, mm-hmm. so like, I can't. The way what, what I do is I take white duct tape and I duct tape them the lights up on my white gutters. But my gutters are so fucking dirty that the dirt makes the tape fall off. So Fuck I don't want to put lights up. I don't want to put lights. Up. No, I'm not. I'm not doing any of that shit. Not I'll do that. everything inside. I'm actually I'm doing less moving. next year. I'm going to make it a point I to might, do less next year. I might actually move this bookcase because we have an extra small Christmas tree, and I might put a Christmas tree back here just for like streams, just for the month. I like what Eddie's doing. Eddie has a big felt like Christmas tree mm-hmm. blanket behind him, and then like when he gets subs, he puts ornaments up on it. Yeah, that shit is cool. That's pretty cool, but. I don't know. I need to do something at least like jazz. You have so much room behind you, but you fucking bah humbug the shit nope, out of it. I so. don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't like Christmas. You you would have loved uh, one of the first Christmas trees I had when I was on my own was I bought a black Christmas tree. And my mom, my girlfriend at the time and my mom or even my wife, because uh, towards the end of it, we used it like the last year before we moved out of that apartment. She goes, why is your Christmas tree black? I'm like, because it's cool as shit. Like, it's a black Christmas tree, so all lights look good on it. And, like, you could just deck the shit out of it. And she fucking hated that Christmas tree, which made me love the Christmas tree. Of course. Of course it did. I love it. Like, it was such a – it was like a scrawny – like, it was very skinny, but, like, we made it fucking work. Godzilla was the topper one year. Like, we had to work (laughs) with what we fucking had, bro. So – no, if if I – if you catch me doing anything next year, I'm going to put up a fucking stick – and I'm gonna put five lights on it. No, you need to do the Charlie Brown one with just the the one ornament Not on worth it, it, and the, the tree falls. Not over. worth it. You know? No, what? it's like a twig. I, I might do it back here and do a Charlie Brown Christmas tree because, like, I don't give a shit. That that's as I much giving a do, shit as I, I do. For your for your viewers, you should put up something. They're lucky it's they got LED you. back here. Okay. <laughs> Look, they're lucky you got the LEDs up right now. <laughs> <laughs> So that way they can actually see your face when you're streaming. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, man. H2O asks, as I am writing this, I am watching the Tetris Classic World Championships top eight where the first round match is a one versus eight seed match or first place versus eighth place seed match. Had a 13-year-old going against a 15-year-old. When, uh, what were you guys doing gaming related at that age? I was playing RE2 in Pokemon Stadium at that age. 13 and 15 at 13 at 13 that's when i had first gotten legend of dragoon and i remember where i was when i was playing that because i just got suspended for fighting again 
I was playing a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog, and I believe Star Fox Assault came out during that time. And so me and my friends were playing a lot of Star Fox Assault. That Yeah, I do remember playing that. I played a lot. That had to have been GameCube era, mm-hmm. 13 and 15. Yeah. I was playing Mario Kart Double Dash. I was also playing Star Fox Assault. I rented it one weekend and beat it. What else was I? I mean, I also had my older consoles, so I was playing those too. So like, I was still playing. Like I, I at that time, I think I've told the story how I traded my N sixty four in for a PS one, mm-hmm. like the PS one, the small one. Right. And uh, I think the guy ended up. That was at the game store that I ended up working at, and because I was a customer there for like five fucking years, and uh, I think the guy just let me like straight up trade across. Because I think they needed N64s or something like that. So he was like, yeah, I got extra PS1s. We'll do an even trade. Nice. So I started playing RPGs, so Final Fantasy VII. I was playing. That was during the time where uh, my mom would stay up late with me, and I was just playing Harvest Moon, and she'd just chill on the bed watching me play Harvest Moon. And uh, that might have been around the time I got towards the end of 15. That's around the time where I got my first computer in my room. So that's when I started playing, like, Diablo II, Starcraft, porn. That's a <laughs> so. <laughs> I I don't know if I've told this one, but I remember where I was looking at some scantily cladded things, and my thing was out, and I heard my door. I heard my door opening, and I had a choice between either turn off the pornography or hide my dick, <laughs> and I was like. I really don't want my mom to see my hard dick. So I just hid my I just hid my pants and my mom saw it on the screen and she goes, Don't look you're disgusting. Don't be looking at that stuff. That's all I didn't even get in trouble. Oh it was a naked picture of my Valentine from Yu-Gi-Oh! Br- uh, <laughs> of course it was. Of course it fucking was. I I I've got a story. I've I've got yeah, I've got a story. story. So it's not really like super story, but it was just like super suspect story. I don't think I've told this story before. So I didn't know what underage porn or I didn't understand the concept of underage porn when I was Ooh. like 13, 14 years old. So this is Ooh. the age of LimeWire. And no. I was just like, well, I want to see people my age. So I started ah. searching that shit. And saving it onto the computer, my dad gets a fucking visit. Oh my. Gets a what? fucking visit. My mom's at home. I've never heard this. My dad gets a fucking visit from people, and they were just like, "Hey, we 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 were tracking something, and we wanted to 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 follow up." Luckily, I was home, and they start explaining the situation. I'm just like, "Oh, that was me." That was 100% Whoa. me because my dad's caught me like da- like downloading porn before because he found my folder. And that's when I was just like, OK, I'm just going to start saving porn to floppy disks because that's how yeah. long ago it was that this shit happened. I was saving shit to floppy disks. But like fucking I was I was downloading like certain key phrases. Parents had no fucking idea. And like when I, I explained mean- everything to them, they were just like they started laughing their fucking asses off yeah because i mean it makes sense you're like i want to see like what what i do yeah like, people my, like, yeah i want to see people like me I'm, I'm tired of seeing people that are like you know 10 20 years older than me i want to see like people my age yeah and that, the and cops I, show up and i'm just like oh this is <laughs> this is bad this is bad this is really this bad. Is bad yeah people aren't supposed to be watching you man <laughs> <laughs> that's just not supposed to be on the internet no no so. it's not no, it's not. So that 
that's that and I, I this is gonna sound really weird like i'm a 30 year old man mm-hmm. i have no interest to want to see that shit but that does bring up like i mean that is like is that so much such a bad thing that a 15 year old wants to watch well, the other 15 year olds that is not a conversation i'm engaging in let's, okay. let's just let's yeah, just like, throw that one out I there mean, and the second thing is it's like they were just keyworded that way everything else was just like no yeah right but still they're just like this adult might be looking at this shit yeah no like they the cops show up they're ready to arrest a motherfucker yeah thank and god and you were home you gotta realize like my dad looked like a recovering heroin addict because my dad was a recovering he was, heroin, was a heroin recovering addict heroin so he addict. he fit the bill of someone who would probably yeah. do that shit and i'm just like Oh, this is bad. No, that was me. That was 100% me. It was... <laughs> I got to take the bullet on this Yeah. Like, oh, no. I got <laughs> fucked up so bad. I got I fucked bet. up so fucking bad, dude. So don't. Don't do that. Don't no. ever do that. Like, I'm... Any 15-year-olds listening to this, don't do that. <laughs> First off, what are you doing listening to this? Second off, yeah, like, this... I'm telling my son, like, real early. I'm like, look, man, there, there's a thing. Right, there's a thing called Over the 18. internet. Look at that. <laughs> there, the, there's the only number that you care about is 21 and over. I don't give a shit. They say there they're 18. Go. They're lying. <laughs> <laughs> no one lies about I'm being. Getting, no one lies dude, about being I'm 25. Getting, okay, <laughs> maybe guys no. will. No one lies about yeah. being 25. Yeah, I'm getting to that point where, like, I guess it's just because I'm getting older. I can't watch like that porn shit. That's like barely legal nope. teens and i'm just like get nope. the fuck out of here no nope. because you know what there is give me an old lady <laughs> there has been so many times that shit like that the whole barely legal thing both on like girls gone wild the guy game yeah. shit like that where it's just like oh barely no they're not legal they're not legal yeah, at all dude that's just like even as like a 18 year old around that age even then i was like that's a little weird man like why do you want like barely legal? I'm just like, ugh, that's that's fucking weird though. Uh oh. Chat's talking about com- oh, the time okay. Comcast ratted me out about downloading stuff to my dad, getting a notice for downloading copyrighted written material and posted it on the fridge. That was an awkward conversation. I, you know, I've never had an ISP email I've or never family. Had ISP. No, I haven't. Because like I lived through the entire um, where I just I lived through. I was. I was like of the age when the entire uh, Napster thing was going down mm-hmm. and when uh, Lars from Metallica was mm-hmm. going crazy trying to sue people. And my landlord there, I used to hang out with their kids. His oldest was downloading like a shit ton of fucking music. They got sued for like $20,000. Like that shit was I like would- no fucking joke. No fucking this, joke. Uh, when I went to the first college I went to had a tracking service like that, that if you were using like downloading like shit like that, that they you would get in trouble, mm-hmm. like almost to the point where you were getting going to get expelled. That's crazy. They never caught me. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to stay under the limit, bro. You got to keep you can't do everything in one day. You got to space it mm-hmm. out. So, but no, nah, that's shit. Now nah, I go for the older ladies. Give me the cougars and the milfs. I know they ain't eight. I know they're over eighteen. So <laughs> I, they got some fucking wear on them. Hey man, like, <laughs> everyone everyone knows where I stand. If you if you don't go listen to the episode that we have with Game Tracks called "Do You Need a Plus One?" and you'll hear my oh, fucking God. escapades. Like that is true. Yeah, yep. that that shit. Jesus, top tier content. That's some good shit. Top tier content. <laughs> I don't think that this story will make it to the podcast. No, I'll go in there. 
Oh, it's all going. It'll go in there. I didn't do anything. Let me track that. I have never done anything along those lines in that form of like illegality. Never, never again. After I almost sent my dad to jail. No, that that shit's never happening. <laughs> I need an adult. I am an adult. Shit. <laughs> That's when you fuck up. When you realize you are the adult. Yeah. You're like, oh no, no, no. Uh, fuck. Zombie Hunter asks another question. He was like, "Will you be buying?" cyberpunk this week and playing asap the answer is no negative nope chris is because you want it on the new system i want it on the new system i know that i can get it on pc and it'd be the same experience i'm waiting for the system because my wife is the one that's actually really excited about cyberpunk coming out and i told her like i'm not getting it until i get the new systems and i've thought about getting it on pc but then she's just like i'm not gonna play it or watch it on pc i don't want to see it on that and i'm just like Guess I'm waiting for the console version. So first world problems. First man. world problems. <laughs> nah, it's not on my top list. It's not. I'll play it, but like, I mean, I'm just now getting around to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order and Final Fantasy VII Remake. So mm. I'm not one to. It's got to be really special for me to jump on it day one. Yeah. So I mean, don't get me wrong. I I think that it is a very special game. It's just there are certain circumstances yeah. that I'm not going to fall into that category. Last question. House passed marijuana legalization bill the other day. What are the chances you think the Senate will even entertain a vote on it? I mean, they, they have to entertain it, but they're not going yeah. to fucking approve it. It's not nah. like the there. They would have to be some like hardcore libertarians that are willing to like step away from like the the status quo, of the Republican Party. And they do exist. I mean, we saw that in the House, but even yeah. even beyond that, like. The, the Republicans have it right now, and the Republicans are probably going to maintain it after after January because there's a runoff going off, I believe, in the beginning of yeah. January for Georgia. And that's going to be the only one that they have, right? They'll only have – Well, there's two uh, seats. Senate. There's two seats, and that's – like for some reason, Georgia always does like this weird runoff bullshit. Uh, I don't know if it was because it was too close to call or what, but Georgia has been comfortably red for the last couple of years as far as the Senate races are concerned. So, or I shouldn't say years, I should I say election. It might change. I mean, shit, we saw how the presidency it like, could. vote went. It so. could. I mean, people, here's the thing. Like, don't believe anything that the newscasters say. There's a lot of news within the United States that is leaning towards uh, the liberal side or the Democratic side. And there, are, a lot of them are saying like, oh, well, a lot of people are trying to step away from Trumpism or they're calling people, the people who support Trump. Uh, delusional because of everything that happened during the the election don't just don't discount somebody don't discount somebody mm-hmm. because those those are all opinion pieces and they're it's almost like you're trying to play psychological warfare where you're telling people oh you're not going to win because of x y and z don't they'll come out and vote they'll they'll fucking do it they'll come out and vote and I mean, just do the exact opposite of what you are trying to get them to do so i yeah. Now was that is that just full fledged marijuana or is that medicinal or recreational or what? What the bill states is that it, it's going to allow the states to decide what their stance on marijuana will be. The federal government will no longer have a mandate stating across the board that hey marijuana is you know a class one controlled substance or whatever the fuck it is. Chat's saying that they well, actually don't. don't. They There's been a lot that? of bills that have been passed in the House, but sit on McConnell's desk that haven't been voted on. For is for instance, the election security is one such bill. I did not know that. I thought that they entertain every single bill. So, But that's 
I could I could see that being a thing where but, McConnell just but, like sits on the things that he doesn't oh, want to yeah, talk about. McConnell's so. fuck that guy. Fuck that dude. But isn't don't the states already isn't because I mean that's how it's like different in state by state. Don't they already have control over? So that? the thing is, is that it, yeah, they're state by state uh, laws. Like you can't fuck with the sovereignty of a state. However, if you're crossing the border. There are certain uh, oh. limitations to that. Also, me as a federal employee, I cannot do anything in regards with even if it's marijuana, legal even state. if it's legal in the state, because I have to follow the federal guidelines. So, oh, so if this went through, you'd be clear. There is a possibility. However, then I have to follow DOD protocol, and DOD protocol it's not is even always worth it at going that point. to yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm probably never going to live in an age. At, le- at least in the near future, where I can legally do that, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend that I may or may not do something like that in the future without anybody knowing. So, you know, <laughs> okay, y'all will find out in person. <laughs> uh, we're here to get your dad again. Psych, it's for you this time. <laughs> uh, chat says if they legalize uh, it at the federal level, it'll make banking easier for dispensaries. Yeah, it would, one hundred percent. True, but yeah. I mean, we'll see. I remember when the first disp- I think because wasn't it Colorado was like the first state that legalized it. I I don't know if they were the first state to legalize it. They're the it's most one of. they're the most infamous state to legalize it. Yeah, I remember like it was somewhere where the first cash deposit day for a dispensary was like easy million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like they had to have armed security guards escort them to the bank. Yep. Like that was that's insane. Yep. <laughs> Shit's crazy, yo. Uh, just do it. it. Comes from the earth. God wants it. Mm-hmm. Jesus was smoking that shit. Hol- burning bush. Holy, I'm burning the bush. That's what it was. Yep. Seeing turtles and shit. Mm-hmm. So- <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Corey, what are you up to this week? Well, I got my schedule. Uh, I was going to post it earlier today, but I'll get it out. Mm, we're going to be playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order on Monday, which this will already come out past then. Tuesday will be Pokemon Nuzlocke Challenge Day 5. Uh, we're going to try and get through Sabrina. Hopefully at this point, I'd like to steamroll through the rest of the gyms and maybe get to Victory Road. That would be my goal. I still got to take on I still got to take on Sabrina, Blaine, and Giovanni, which Giovanni worries me, but not so much with Gengar because in this version, Gengar has like... Ooh, I don't know if... Gen- I know Haunter has Levitate. But I don't know if Gengar has levitate. I think Gengar has levitate. Because that makes ground moves invulnerable. Yeah. Against him. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coughing has it too. I know that. But we'll see. Uh, that's the goal for that. Wednesday, we, UI, UI, you, me, and H2O have a, a race going on. We're going to be doing Super Mario Bros. 3, 100% all levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw H2O was streaming. He was doing some splits, cheating motherfucker. He's he's cheating, trying to get ready for the fucking game. Mm -hmm. That's okay. That's fine. Wait until I choose the game. uh, I got to check mine, though. I I pulled mine up to make sure that it was working right on the Retro Freak. And I got to double check because wasn't that the game that you were playing that you were like, these controls are fucking weird. Yes, there's a um, there's a fucking. I feel like it's a little filter floaty or something. No, like there's that. there's yeah, a filter yeah, yeah. that you had on your retro freak that was causing it, it my, my inputs slower. to be uh, a few seconds or a few fractions of a second off. So, yeah, I think I need to. We got. I got to double check that because when I was testing it the other night, I was like, "What the fuck? I made that jump. Why did I hit that Koopa or something like that?" Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like that's exactly how you felt when you were playing. Yes, it it was so. it was definitely a little bit weird. H2O, uh, it's it's fine, dude. It's fine. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> oh, I can tell you if you pick when we do Sonic Three, if we do Sonic Three, I'm not I'm gonna lose that race. Like I can tell you that mm-hmm. wholeheartedly, I'm gonna lose that race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to do all the ones I'm confident with first. So. <laughs> I would like, and for Thursday night, I think Scotty's actually gonna take my Thursday night because Puyo Puyo Tetris Two comes out on Tuesday. And I think he might. I really want to play that. I might co-pilot with him just to watch. Hell him. yeah! So I'll see. I don't know if he has a setup for co-piloting though. So we'll see. And I'm gonna get my finals done. All my finals are due by Wednesday. Cool. So after Wednesday, my first uh, semester is complete. Hopefully, I have it all straight A's still. So good shit. What are you doing? So Monday, we're going to skip the Sonic tier list because Red Jaguar has coerced me into experiencing trials of mana trials of mana is secret of mana 2 or i'm not even gonna try to attempt the fucking japanese name i've forgotten how to pronounce it properly but we're gonna do uh secret of mana 2 it was never released in the united states officially there was a fan translation that came out for the snes version which i have played me and my wife have both played that we've gotten uh pretty pretty far we're playing the remake and the remake apparently is really, really bad. So I'm, I'm ready to cringe at this game. So we're going to be playing that tomorrow. Or not tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. We're going to be playing that tomorrow. Monday. On Tuesday, I will be playing more Elemental Gimmick Gear. Because it's just, it's just a really good game. And I think I'm definitely... I want to say that I'm almost... fucked for a while. Yeah. That game is hard. That game is really You're hard. You're fucked meters in the 30s now. Yeah. So if you don't know what the uh, the get fucked meter is, it's just a death counter. How many times I get fucked, how many times I die. And the thing about that game is like when you respawn, they only give you like 25% of your maximum health or 30% of your maximum health. Which is a one shot if you get Yeah, and they just, <laughs> enemies will just fucking one shot you. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess, guess I'll fucking die now. So oh, I think that's the whole like you're not supposed to be here at that part. No, it's not. I am supposed to be there. They just fucking kill oh. you. Oh, okay. They just fucking kill you. So I got I got to deal with that. As far as Wednesday is concerned, Wednesday has been my Mega Visions day. I am no longer doing Mega Visions during the week. I know that I said on Wednesday during the Mega Visions cast that I was going to take a hiatus. I want to have those days moved over to Saturday, either late morning or early afternoon. And when right. I do that, um, we'll probably be doing. I, I want to do more Yakuza, but the thing is that Yakuza is taking so long that I I may do some of the grinding in the background, some of the side missions in the background, yeah, because yeah, Chapter yeah. 5 is apparently really fucking long, and I want to complete it so that I can play other games. You know, I'd, I, I have a thing where I don't like playing certain RPGs that are just so fucking dense with content and whatever, because I personally want to experience the game for myself. Right. I want to be able to finish it and like make comments on it and talk about it and shit like that. And with a game like that, I can't really do that with older RPGs. It's a little bit easier because older RPGs are expected to last between 20 and 40 hours. Yakuza like a dragon is like a hundred hours. If you're doing some of the side shit, you know what I mean? And there's just so much to that game where I'm just like, I'm going to have to start playing it on my own because 
there's yeah. there's no way I'm going to be able to finish. You can't it on do a hundred hour stream. No, there's like, no way. There's absolutely no way. I don't stream every single day. If I were streaming every single day, yeah, I'd have it done in two weeks. I yeah, if this was your job. <laughs> exactly. So we're not. We're probably going to put. We're not going to put like a dragon in the back burner. But I am going to have like the next time that I play it will probably be the last time that I play it for a while because I'm going to be focusing on the side missions on the on the back end. Right. And then like there it is. I'm within the either this week or next week you'll see me start streaming on Saturday afternoons or Saturday mornings. On Friday. And that's just for Mega Visions. This is so. just for Mega Visions. On Friday. Gotcha. I don't remember if we're still playing Guilty Gear, but I want to throw in another fighting game that's and I believe tomorrow I'm supposed to be getting my fight stick for the Wii. So I want to do some Tatsunoko versus Capcom. So I'm going to play some Tatsunoko right. versus Capcom. And then when the guys jump on, we'll hold some rounds. We'll, we'll play some fucking Guilty Gear or whatever it is to decide to play. I'm trying to get them to play some Uniclear. Because I am not good at Uniclear. I need to learn how to play Uniclear. So we're going to do some Uniclear eventually in, in the near future. But... There's that. Gotcha. Also, Friday, and I forgot about this. The, I have a review to do this week or this weekend, and yeah. it's it's fucking some sort of update to Space Invaders for Mega Visions. I have the code. I don't know why you volunteered for this. I game. have it because no one else was going to. And yeah, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> you guys realize you get paid for playing bad games, right? You get paid for this shit. <laughs> and everyone's just like, oh, I don't want to fucking touch it. I'm just like, you get paid for this. So I'm just like I work on the stream team. I'm in charge of that. So shit. I'm like, That's what fuck I it, on. I'll take it. And so I'm gonna be playing Space Invaders. But the stupid thing is, I've had this code for nearly a week. They will not release the game until the day it comes out, which means there's no fucking way for me to make this review for the day that it comes out or the day after, yeah. for marketing purposes to get eyes on it. It's so stupid. It's so that's, fucking that's dumb. Ignorant. So they already... They, who's in charge they were, Who's in charge? I don't fucking know, but they need to get fired. All right? So... The Atari, right? The Atari... What was that? Uh, I don't... What was that shit? That I don't know who fucking owns the rights to Space Invaders nowadays. Like... It's not really on my top list of things. Yeah, no know. one gives a shit. Like, I, I can't believe that we're still covering fucking Space Invaders in, in goddamn 2020. What's this goddamn called? Unless it turns into like some Tetris effect bullshit, like if it's that cool. Okay, Space Invaders Invincible Collection. Is that is that what this is? I don't know. This apparently came out in March. Where's my where's my message? No. That's what I just fucking saw. What is this? That that one. Space one Invaders Forever. Doesn't... That's the game. Space Invaders Forever. Square Enix owns the rights. What, what? developer Taito? It's another fucking Taito game. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Oh, that's the, the caption is the invaders are back. It's the exact fucking same marketing that they did for Bubble Bobble. The, the Baron is back. Oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, Square Enix owns Taito and Taito owns Space Invaders. So you're going to get your cloud crossover in this. <laughs> I hate it. Yo, play One Wing Angel while you're playing Space Invaders. I hate it. <laughs> if you stream it, well, you can't stream. Oh, yeah, you I can stream, stream it because it'll be out by then. Play One Wing Angel the entire time you're streaming. <laughs> <laughs> A 10-hour loop of One Wing Angel. 
Oh, man. I recently went back. Uh, I pre-ordered uh, the same place we got our Cowboy Bebop vinyl from. Uh, did a Evangelion uh, double uh, vinyl release. And it got me back listening to Cruel Angel's Thesis. That's a good song. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty good any, song. I don't know if anything else on that album's good, but that's a good song. No, that's pretty good. So, <laughs> but uh, mine should, my Cowboy Bebop one in, uh, has been said that it should be arriving within this week. Very nice. So Very nice. We'll see. But no, that's all I got going on. Yeah, same. I mean, like I said, I always got projects in the background. Expect more bullshit coming from me and some of the guys from the Megavisions crew on the website. Uh, we've got some oh, yeah. columns working on in the background. I've We've got a collector's column going on. I've th- roped uh, Scotty into potentially helping out with that. I'm getting some input from you. On the flip side, I'm working with Kusanagi and TJ to do some arcade and hardware retrospectives and shit like that. I want to talk about emulation. I want to talk about Mr. I want to talk about the Thomas wave. I want to talk about the MVS. The first thing that we're probably going to do I think is the you MVS. need to calm the fuck down is what you need to do. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. And then you got so much shit going on. Bro. I, I know I'm, I, this is how I stay busy. This is how I make myself happy. I, I have these projects. I talk about things. I work with other people and I see where it goes. So fair. Enough. And then, Oh, this is what... Okay, I was like, what the fuck? Apparently someone traded in a perfect inbox condition of Pokemon Yellow to Warp Zone. Yeah. It's, it, and he's and selling it for $200, which is like 80-something dollars less than what the going rate is. So that's... It's a good deal. It's good. It is a good deal. Yeah. For people who don't know, like in our Discord... People, sometimes we shit on retro stores because they try to price gouge motherfuckers, but Warp Zone, Warp Zone doesn't really do that. Like, they, they try to set prices to be fair. So a complete in-box fucking Pokemon yeah, Yellow. CIB, not NIB. Yeah. A complete in-box Pokemon Yellow goes for about 300 bucks, a little under 300 bucks. So if he's selling it That's for 200 insane. he's selling it at a, at a, at a loss. I'm really curious well, on how much. Depends. Well, I'm curious on how yeah. much he bought it for. So that that's yeah. something to, to consider. He probably only bought it for like maybe I don't know, man. Maybe maybe the person didn't really know what they had. They had to have known what they had. If they had a complete. Box. Yeah, that's you know. I hope that's in like a plastic case, and then he put a price tag on it. <laughs> that would be the smart thing to do, right? But I mean, like, uh, I mean, he's got Mega Man Battle Network two. Was it Minish Cap? Oracle of Ages, Mega Man Zero. Those are some great fucking two- games. Yeah, two Donkey Kong Country. I've never played the Donkey Kong Country games on Game Boy Advance. Are they just an exact port of the Super Nintendo? They've games? got a little bit extra in it. It's kind of like the same they, thing would... with um when um Link to the Past came to the GBA. They they modified a few gotcha. things. Which l- l- fucking Link to the Past with the GBA is kind of a shit port. Because the sound quality in that game is really bad. Oh, yeah. And I hate listening to, to Link fucking scream when he gets fucking beat the shit out of him. So, yeah. I'd like to play Donkey Kong Country 2 on it. I'll check it out. So. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I think that's all we've got. Go check us out. We got a new uh, Link Tree uh, thing that you can go find all of our links and all of our socials and shit on. So, yeah. See you.